Welcome to Nerdables. On this episode, we discuss the Flash movie news. Ryan Johnson wants to direct an episode of The Mandalorian. Disney and Sony make a streaming deal. Hawkeye raps. Secret Invasion news. And the finale for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Welcome, everyone. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. Welcome, guys. Yeah, hey. Love One flash. news I, I didn't mention on there was that we got a uh, teaser trailer for Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. It's Which, very teasy. Looks good. It's very trailery too. It's going to be interesting how Marvel takes it. Like a kung fu movie, basically. It's getting good. I mean, it's getting good reactions from people. So, Yeah, I think at this point, there isn't anything that people aren't going to react positively to from Marvel <laughs> until you get something that sucks. Right. right. Until you get, you know, Eternals suck or Shang-Chi sucks. Then you're going to be wary. Like Mortal Kombat released this weekend and the week it came out, the trailer came out. Remember I said, boy, that looks good. And it's going to be interesting to see how they fuck it up. And so far, <laughs> sure seems like they fucked it up. Well, yep. Mikey, you went and saw it. Yeah, it's I okay. I fell asleep it's... watching it last night. I don't know. They could have steered clear of putting in cliche crap. But they, they, they there was no reason to put in... Fatality or, there's a, yeah, there's a lot or of flawless victory. You don't need to say that crap. Right. We all know it. Just kill. Well, that's from the two sides that I'm seeing is people going, they love the fact that that's in there because they're like, look, that's what's going to be in there. That's a video game. And there's the other people like, no, strip it all away. And then there's the people in the middle saying, yes, but if you strip it all away, then what makes it Mortal Kombat? Just instead names, of just a, a fighting movie. Exactly. So there's... there's yeah, it's, the, it's names and the, it's some hard. character backstory, but... How many times have we done the topic of video game movies. And I said, it's almost impossible to adapt a story that already exists as a video game and not make it either a video game or a story that isn't about the video game. Right. Like Halo, you think you can do, but the whole story of Halo is out there. It's in 16 games or whatever it is. The story, the story quote unquote of Mortal Kombat is there and either you play to it or you don't. Yeah, you I was, have the awful Street Fighter. Has, there's no story to Street Fighter. There never was a story to Street Fighter. It was just, here's 18 characters kick each other's butt. That's pretty much this, too. It's, here's the tournament. And I wish everybody knows about Mortal Kombat, so I didn't think that they had to go through the origins of it until, like, oh, there's this otherworldly tournament that... You figure there's a whole not, generation that didn't pay attention know, to it. Like, a, lo- a younger generation that has no idea what the story is. Yeah. And again, we never needed a story for it. It's like, you know... Well, Star like, Wars Terracossi. There's no story behind it. It's just, hey, I want to see Luke Skywalker beat up Greedo or something. The last He's movies the came two. out before 2000, I think, even. Well, we say there's a whole bunch of stuff. There's an animated thing and everything. Everyone likes yeah. the first one, and I guess there's a Scorpion's Revenge animated yes. film that everybody liked. But mm-hmm. all the Mortal Kombat fans I know, even they think all the other stuff is trash. Yeah. And this is somewhere in between. And one of my friends was talking about that the martial arts in it is, they, they don't let you see any of it. It's so mm-hmm. heavily edited. It's so close cut. It's so quick. It is quick. It, yeah. they, they do jump in the story a little bit. Like, okay, this is happening now. Yeah. Like, well, the, right. best, the best quote-unquote martial arts fighting that you get is at the very beginning when... Yeah, when it's Scorpion. When or, Sc- well, when it's Hanzo. Right. In the forests of Japan. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone said the fight at the beginning is great, the fight at the end is pretty good, and everything in between is worthless. Pretty much. So, it's it's interesting though but when you have a martial arts movie that doesn't show any martial arts. Well, I'd say the fight between Kano and uh, Sonya was pretty good, just because Kano. how she was using her underground and yeah, 
all that. But the the thing that like I was talking to to somebody else about that fighting sequence, and we brought up Winter Soldier mm-hmm. because we've been just thinking out and all that stuff. And I was like, the thing that I really loved in Winter Soldier is like when when Chris Evans and his stunt double fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, St. Pierre and his stunt double or, or him. Yeah. It's, no, that's all Chris Evans and George is the whole thing? Is, yeah. is it, Okay. Well, one way or the other, <laughs> it should be. <laughs> no, but, He's obviously in it for part of it. There's, there's moves that he definitely does. You know, there's yeah. the low camera work where he like punches him in the stomach. It's definitely him. Um, yeah, I'm but sure he, when he does it. that flip and you know, he, whatever. He, he the does point of it is, is that it's all long thing. shot. Yeah. yeah, so much of it is long shot, it, right? And, and it's it's a long cut or long shot before it gets cut. Yeah, you can see them really fighting. When you go back and watch kung fu movies and martial art films and stuff like that, they're long shots. They're not cut, 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 cut. You watch a Jackie Chan film; it's not a forty minute fight that's cut into four seconds. Right. I mean, Rumble in the Bronx has some of those shots when he's in the warehouse that are like ten seconds long. And so you see him putting his hands in all these places and stopping these guys. And the choreography is incredible. And obviously the stunts are incredible and everything. And what it feels like in modern stuff is you just, you know, you can't, uh, when you cut that stuff, it just, you don't see any of the fighting. Yeah. And so what's the point when you have a fight movie? I think of Blade, the first Blade, when Wesley Snipes, Blade, and uh, Deacon Frost or whatever, Stephen Dorff, are sword fighting, and it's literally just a close-up of two swords in front of their faces. Ching, 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 ching. Mm-hmm. White Chocolate hated it because mm-hmm. it's worthless. They're not fighting at all. There's no choreography whatsoever. Well, that happens when you don't have a good stunt choreographer. And you don't have a good director. Yes. The thing yeah. with the Russo brothers was they brought on uh, their, their stunt coordinator, their fight choreographer, stunt coordinator, whatever you want to call it. It really, from what I've always read, is they said, go. Cap and Batrock need to fight on the ship. Go for it. And then even in the editing room, making sure that it stays. Well, it also works also that way. Their fight choreographer, their stunt coordinator for Winter Soldier is the director of Extraction on Netflix with Chris oh, yeah. Hemsworth, which is so good. <laughs> that's and that's like Extraction has like a 20-minute sequence where there's barely a cut in it. Yeah. Of him running through a building, shooting people and punching people. It's so good. If you like action and you want to see Thor just shoot humans like crazy, there you go. <laughs> Well, think about it. Like, also, um, when it plays to the story to do those close-up shots, it works. Kind of like when uh, Anakin and Count Dooku, their lightsaber fight. There's a good portion of that where it's just their faces. And you're well, yeah, that's when because, they're also exchanging dialogue. It's also because Christopher Lee was 90 years old. Well, no, so, I, I, I get yeah, that too. But It used to be when you had a fight sequence like that. The only time you really got that intimate close shot between the two of them is when there was dialogue that needed to be relayed at that moment between the two actors. No, and there's and usually parts where it's you not... would have a mid to you know long shot of them fighting, and yeah, then it obviously would, it would cut in for a close up punch or something. Even in a, in a fight like that, or the sword fight there in episode three, or episode two, or episode one. They let Nick Gerard do what he needed to do as, yeah. as the, the, the fight choreographer and as the swordmaster and get into it. And if you watch the behind the scenes stuff, the stuff that Hayden Christensen in, in, and Obi Wan and Ewan McGregor went through. <laughs> he is Obi Wan. <laughs> and, and then he talks about the fact that they broke half of their blades. Yeah. You know, they, the, the, the practice blades, he'd get to the end and they'd just be broken or, or at least bent in a U shape because they were hitting each other so far, so hard. Yeah. And get the choreography right. Because if you screw it up, you're going to basically be like, well, I guess we can't use Hayden Christensen anymore because I poked his eye out. <laughs> that's bad. And it's it's a lot of that type of stuff. But it just, it's a shame that you have a film that's that's based off of fighting that a you lot of complaints seem to be 
the fighting is not good. Mm. And you know a movie like that, as long as the story's decent and the fighting is incredible, everyone's going to love it. But when you have a film that the story's eh, right. and the fighting is eh, then you get disappointed, especially when a lot of people after that trailer were going, this is going to be great. And I was like, I don't think it is. I haven't always... gotten one of these right yet. <laughs> well, speaking of that, the only one that I think I have enjoyed was the Machinima series that they did on YouTube oh, like 10 years ago or whatever. They released like every week they would release like a different character's, you know, quote unquote origin story going right. through. And I think that was the only Mortal Kombat that I've really Thought yeah, had, even then, that's not a that's not a complete story. It's it had just, great filmmaking. It had great fighting. It had great stories, and you know, if they did something like that for a Mortal Kombat movie, then I think it would have turned out better. There's also no music from this that gets stuck in your head for 30 years. Nope. Well, that is the end. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. The interesting thing is that Mortal Kombat in the theater has grossed. Uh, twenty-two point five million this weekend. Demon yeah, Slayer, go see it. Demon Slayer's right behind it at nineteen point five. Kids, and then you have kids. then you have uh, Godzilla versus Kong at four point two. So there's a big jump between two. Well, yeah, but Godzilla versus week, Kong has been out for three weeks, right? Yeah. For two oh. weeks, it's the third weekend or mm-hmm. whatever. What is Godzilla Kong's total? It'll be interesting to know. Twenty-five dollars, eighty-six million. Eighty-six point five. It's lower than I thought, even with not every wow. theater open. Mm-hmm. Oh, and still think a lot of that. There's a lot of uh, people watching it on HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. Of the two, that was the one. Well, obviously, I went to go see it. So well, we went and saw Demon Slayer Friday, and the theater was packed for what you know the amount they're allowed to let in right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was a decent movie. You know, I mean, for anime, you know. Well, it's a good they, series, and yeah. a lot of people have been waiting for that one to be released mm-hmm. know, for it's like funny. almost a year or so. The last movie we saw in the theater with Beth and Arabella and I before the pandemic was My Hero. My Hero. <laughs> An anime. <laughs> An anime. So I was like, well, we might as well go see this one. Yeah. <laughs> go. There you go. Bookend, anime mm-hmm. bookends for the pandemic. That happened when uh, that second G.I. Joe movie released. I hadn't seen a movie in the theater for like four months. The last one I saw was like the 25th anniversary print of Jurassic Park. And so I was like, I saw two movies with Joseph Mazzello back to back over 25 years apart. (laughs) And it was like the first two movies I had seen in forever. Um, So this week, uh, Michael Keaton said that he is definitely going to be in Flash. That's not what he said. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He said, I'm Batman. (laughs) I'm Batman in Flash. Um, but there is still a lot of talk that, and now that with that news, there's the circulation of the rumor that Christian Bale is also now in talks with returning, which I highly doubt that, but all I want is every Batman that's in that Fox animation project. (laughs) (laughs) I want Christian Bale. I want, uh, (laughs) what's his face? Except Kevin Spacey. No Kevin Spacey Batman, but I want Mark Wahlberg as Batman. When was Kevin Spacey Batman? Kevin Spacey's this no in the animation short. Remember the one oh. we used to watch from Animation Domination? Yeah, because it was Christian. It was Ben Affleck. Oh, the, then, like yeah. the auditions or whatever. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was okay. like no, the Batman that were coming, future Batman. Oh, that's what okay, it was. yeah, yeah. Because that's the Mark Wahlberg one. Hey, Two Face, you got two faces. Oh yeah, yeah. I got that's one right. face, my Batman face, but also my Bruce Wayne face. So I guess <laughs> I have two faces. <laughs> that's when I'm uh, Batman, Two Face, one one face at a time. High School USA. Yeah, all that. yeah, all those were great. And the second, the second or third one in it is Kevin Spacey. And then it's um, 
It's Matthew McConaughey from True Detective. Yeah. I swore on the parents, on the grave of my parents. It's like Woody Harrelson, whoever's partner was. Like, do you ever stop talking, Aaron Paul? There, you can watch those on either Hulu or they're on YouTube. Watch all, but they're yeah, they're also, but they're on one of the streaming services. It's either Peacock or Paramount or it's uh, probably Hulu or Hulu. It's one of the three of those. Because I was flipping through and I was like, oh, crap. I think Fox, a lot of their properties went to Hulu. So yeah, was all, that think... st- all that stuff ended up on YouTube because there's an official animation domination yeah. site. I think High School USA is pirated on there all over the place because I watched the, I watched the Rumspringer one. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had sex after having a sex change. <laughs> I never had sex with a girl who became a guy. When I'm a guy who became a girl, then he can't go through it. And she does. And they're both dudes. That's the one where she, she was a... Uh, she was Amish. So they go to the Amish party. Yeah. And it's like, it's start a run for you. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So they just go like bang everywhere. <laughs> um, so they were saying oh, that. such a great show. So there's still a lot of talk that the Flashpoint, or the Flash movie is Flashpoint. And it was supposed to reboot the Spider-Verse. I mean, excuse me. The <laughs> really? Whoa. Snyder-Verse. Well, the reason I was now thinking, we're Now we're getting into it. This is like Inception. <laughs> well, the reason I... I it's supposed Speaking to just erase the, all the Snyderverse? Yeah. Crap. It's supposed to reset it. The reason I thought of the Spider-Verse is because we mentioned Michael Keaton and, you know, yeah. I was thinking mm-hmm. of the new Spider-Man movie where everybody's talking about how Andrew Garfield and everybody else is supposed, to, yeah. is supposed to show up. We know that it looks like the villains are all going to return from the original movies to be a part of this. We know well, that Doc Ock's going to be in it. Yeah. He let's, not, let's, let's move back. Let's talk about Flash. But, yeah, let's, let's not do Spider-Man. <laughs> so, we, so we know that Michael Keaton has confirmed that he's going to be in the Flash movie as Batman. Which has been rumored forever. Which has been which rumored. All but confirmed forever, but now he's right. said it. So this does... And it, yes, because wasn't there an article last week or something The was like Snyder's writing partner or whatever said what Justice League 2 and 3 were going to be, but that yes. we were never going to do them because Flashpoint was supposed to reset the universe. Correct. He was going to, within the Justice League 3 movies, he was going to kill off Lois Lane, have Spider, Spider-Man, have Superman become, fall to Darkseid and become his his He's going to do Injustice. Man. Yeah. And apparently... He was going to do Injustice without the shark thing. Yes. Wasn't uh, Superman and Lois' son supposed to become Batman or something like that too? Something like that. Either yeah, that or Batman or Bruce Wayne's son or something was going to take over as Batman or something. One of the children from yeah from the two of the children we hadn't even met yet yeah or hadn't been born yet that sounds horrible yeah yeah oh, Lord what a mess it's Snyder what you- yeah I know That's- so but there's all kinds of different concepts that have that they've been putting together and trying to you know plot points well, we thought for a long time as soon as they said it was Flashpoint because by the time that they announced they put it up on the screen at one of their conferences or whatever that mm-hmm. it was Flashpoint we already knew that. Justice League was a mess. Snyder right. already left. Ben Affleck had said he wasn't coming back as Batman. Yeah. We didn't think Henry Cavill was coming back as Superman. At so the time, course, he said no. He yeah, wasn't. It was like, okay, this obviously is going to reset their universe yeah. because when we were first talking about it, we had said, if I'm DC, if I'm Warner Brothers, now AT&T, there's no way I'm getting rid of Gal Gadot, and there's no right. way I'm getting rid of Jason Momoa. Everyone else can pound sand. I don't care. I'd love to keep Henry Cavill, but at the time, he had said, I'm not doing Superman again. I almost said it too. <laughs> um, and we knew that Ben Affleck wasn't going to come back, that he was done as yeah. well. Because he wasn't, by that point, he had said he's not doing Matt Reeves' as Batman. Yes. So at the time, when they said, the Flash movie is subtitled Flashpoint, everyone's like, well, yeah, of course. 
This way, it's we can keep easy. telling Gal Gadot Wonder Woman stories. We can keep, keep telling Jason Momoa Aquaman stories. Mm-hmm. We can get rid of Ezra Miller if we want to. We can get rid of Henry Cavill. Sure. We can get rid of Ben Affleck. We can bring in, you know, Logan Paul as Batman or something. We can get rid of Fisher <laughs> we can get, if we need to. Yeah. Just like, well, Ray Fisher tried to get rid of himself for a little while. <laughs> yeah, he did. And then you're like, well, maybe he didn't. Maybe there's something to tell us. Let's make Jaleel White a cyborg. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> Only if he does it as Urkel. Well, no. The funny, <laughs> it, it's funny because I just read this. It was like something on Cracked or something. It was like 10. It was like 10. Stars who were dorks but were really whatever, cool, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So when Jaleel White did Dancing with the Stars, mm. his partner, whose name I can't remember, mm. obviously she's smoking hot. Yeah, but in an interview she said, "I danced with when he walked in and introduced himself. I immediately wanted to bang him. Like he was so <laughs> hot and he was so smooth and he was so confident. Yeah, which as an actor, as you got to be as a successful actor, you just have some sort of confidence mm. in you. Right. She was just like, I absolutely. Just, you know, I mean, it wasn't like, uh, oh, who's, who's the comedian? Uh, Dustin Diamond? No, the, no, the woman. <laughs> well, no, Diamond, Dustin Diamond's in it, too. The fact that Dustin well, Diamond yeah, he was plowed through Hollywood. Everybody slept with him. <laughs> well, that's because he had like a... No, it's the comedian that was on Dancing on the Stars, with the, the blonde. Um, oh, my Bill, God, I Bill just Engel? saw her. In, no, 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 it was a woman. Oh. Is, is, is it Schlesinger? Oh, right? Eliza Eliza Schlesinger. Schlesinger. So she's talked about... When she met Gleb, and she said, he's one of the dancers. He's one of the pros. So when she walked, she was on like Kevin and Bean, and she said, when I walked in, Uh. I said, how are you named Gleb? You are the hottest thing I've ever seen (laughs) in my life. And she admitted like getting, she got booted like first or second week, and she was the best thing that ever happened to me because I couldn't be around him anymore. He was so goddamn sexy. (laughs) She just kept saying, like, I just, you know, it's just if you ever watch that show, anyone I know who's watched that show is just looking like, They've all had sex with each other. Like, it's just stupid. <laughs> was he a one-name person like Madonna? Glenn? No, his oh. first name. It, half of the men are from, like, Eastern Europe. Right. The two Russian guys. My name is Max. Glenn. Max and oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And his brother's the only one that's on it now. My but they're Russian. And, like, three others are all this is from yeah. Eastern Europe or or uh, or Russia or, or Baltic nations right. and stuff like that. But it's just kind of funny. So we did. Yes. Awesome. Jaleel White would be, like, a super sexy cyborg. <laughs> He just comes in. He's all super smooth. Did I do that? What was the but what was <laughs> stupid the, sexy cyborg? What was his Booyah. alter ego in that show? Stefan. It was Stefan. Yeah, yeah Stephon. when he would get like knocked out or whatever, he'd be like a sex Because no, he, 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 he transformed. He went, oh, into, a, he went into a machine. Yeah, yeah. transformed into. St- <laughs> he built Stephon. he built a machine to yeah. make him more suave, and he became Stefan. Because he was, he was Stephen Urkel, and he would come out as Stefan Urkel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because then, remember, he had a, a, his sister, his cousin, yeah. that was him. Also. Oh, yeah. And then he I went in that. as her and came out as this really hot, gorgeous girl. Oh, I don't remember that, though. They did it one I remember, time. I remember the nerd girl of This his, show has yeah. everything. Dorks, <laughs> machines, cousins who are hot, Stephen Urkel. Urkel. Dan Cortez. That's <laughs> no, a Stephen Urkel. Yeah. This show has um, everything. So yeah, with Flashpoint, that cop you from could, Die Hard, <laughs> you could reset and re and change casting for a lot of this. The too. thing with it is this: so this to me, this movie is completely unnecessary because they've already gone forward with the idea that every single one of these True. films is completely yeah. off. Everything's a different universe, so who Pretty gives a much. crap? Yeah, because remember when they were going to do the you know gay Jewish black transgender Batgirl with Joss Whedon? May, he, may his career rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> his career hasn't ended though. Oh, it's ended. Um, he has the show The Nevers out. 
Good for That's him. His? Yeah, they're yeah. going to cancel uh, it immediately. Because Beth and I started watching that, and we were like, all of a sudden it came up directed by Joss Whedon. She goes, well, great. I'm only going to get one season out of this. And at first I thought she was talking about Firefly. And I went, ha-ha, that's very funny. She goes, what? I mean, his career is pretty much ruined now. Yeah. And, like, and not to mention, almost the entire cast of this show is women. Mm-hmm. Have they all come out against him now? Too? <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah, he's a scumbag. Anyway, when they had that film... It's a great show, though. Warner Brothers, you're not going to see any more of it. Warner Brothers had said that it existed in another universe. And mm-hmm. the idea... Patty Jenkins had said that she wasn't beholden to anything Zack Snyder did when she did Wonder Woman 1984, which bridges the gap between Batman versus Superman, where you get the picture that you got in Wonder Woman, and then the story's supposed to be in between, but it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Because nobody nobody saw this chick like flying through the sky and all this other stuff that happened. And well, she no, she's said, got an invisible no, she tells jet. Her, shush. Remember, she tells the little girl in the mall that Yeah, shush. that's just the little girl in the mall. When everyone starts freaking out and beating each other to <laughs> hell, and she starts riding a bunch of clouds, we don't even get the lightning shot. God damn, I hate that movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she goes into the, the White House, and you know, no yeah, one remembers her. Yeah, she kicks her. everybody's ass. Like, who's this chick in a brassiere and a short skirt who's super hot blowing the movie out? Uh, none of this is in the news. Yeah, none, none of it made it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no guy, like, whistleblowing, like, no, you don't understand. Like, this chick walks in and just starts kicking your ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so we I don't understand Flashpoint is supposed to like explain what we've already seen in five films if I, uh, we've said this before the DC EU CW whatever it is is a mess well, CW is in trouble too <laughs> yes it's a mess aren't they ending all their crap too well they should well. nobody's watching Batwoman and what's his face we're on? watching Batwoman Nobody's watching Batwoman. <laughs> Batwoman turned out to be pretty decent. Yeah, no. Uh, Although they're bringing back Kate Kane, which heat, is going to be interesting. Heatwave left. They're bringing back Ruby Rose. No. Oh, they they so she died at the beginning of the season. Okay. But now she's come. They never found the body from the plane crash. Okay. Now we find out that she has black mask has her, has her but and found her, but her face is like. Screwed up. So Everything else is fine actress. on her, but her face is screwed up. And people tell me comic books aren't soap operas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's Heatwave left uh, tomorrow? Stories of tomorrow, tomorrow's right, legends about or that. whatever. Yeah. And then just told everybody that the WB is a piece of gigantic turd and you should never trust anything. Public, and then afterward, he was like, stunt. "No, no, I'm just doing a couple of episodes." I'm like, "Shut up!" You, you He's in this whole stuff. season, I think. Yes, the season already shot. Yes, mm-hmm. he's not doing it anymore. No. And then Super he tried Girl's to come back and say he was only doing. He's only going to do some episodes. Basically, right. what happened with what was it, Dominic Purcell? Yeah. Yes. With uh, no, that is no, no, no. That's who. That's yeah. That is he. Yeah, yeah. So who's who was who's Captain Cole? Uh, Why can't I remember his name? That dude. That guy. Oh, that really God. cool guy oh. from Prison Break. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was the best. Anyway, but so. Supergirl's <laughs> ending. Flash is the only thing I think is continuing. Well, Star Girl also. Star, but Star Girl that that doesn't really Did count. Star Girl as a, really come back. Yes, it's coming back. It's gotten that's greenlit for. But a see, that season, doesn't but. count to me. That doesn't count as a CW show. It's a tr- CW transplant. That show was originally supposed to be just for the uh, DC Nation or yeah, but when, DC Universe, whatever the, the streaming service was. Yes, but when the Flash shows up on it in the second season, it'll be in the CW. Is Black Lightning still exist? Black Lightning still exists. Okay, so they'll have three shows, four shows. Wentworth Miller. Wentworth Miller. Yes, thank you. He's, he played Snurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Snurt. Snurt, snurt. Um, <laughs> hilarious if he came back as that. What's your name? But they also the supervillain. My name also is Snurt. Superman and Lois, which is yeah, really it's good. Fun. It doesn't matter. 
It's still yeah. a mess. The whole point of it is everything that they've ever slapped up on on the board that they told us, hey, this is coming. We've got maybe half of it. Right. Maybe. Um, and we haven't liked most of it. <laughs> Speaking of people liking not liking most of it, Ryan Johnson has been in the news wanting to direct an episode of The Mandalorian. See, here's my thing. I would have really loved for this to never come out. And him have just, him direct an episode. Mm-hmm. The same thing that happened with Deborah Chow. The best episode the first, ever. The, the first season, remember, yeah. Deborah Chow uh, did the third episode, yeah. which is when the Mandalorian goes back and rescues the child. And everybody loved it. It's the best episode. It's so good. It's amazing. It's directed by a woman. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. So mad afterwards when you find it. And I now that you know it's Ryan Johnson, put it on Canto Bite. That would be <laughs> so cool. Just put it on oh, Canto yeah, Bite. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just as a big, because here's the thing. I love following Ryan Johnson's Twitter because it definitely is. You can tell him whatever you want. You're a gigantic asshole. You ruin stars, whatever. And he just laughs along with it. Because the thing is, he still got paid. He made the movie he wanted to make. If you really follow it, it's a really great movie. Mm -hmm. If you really understand it, I feel like it's a really great movie. It's shot really well. All the things, he did what he was supposed to do. And I think the the second part is after episode nine, he's like... Wasn't just me. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hated episode nine too. Well, no, so, but it's funny. It's the people that it's weird. The people that hated episode eight love episode nine. The people that love episode eight hate episode nine. Hate's a strong word. Hate strong word. And then you get Ethan. Hate's a strong word. Here's the, here's the thing that drives me crazy: the amount of people I know that absolutely had it hate episode eight mm-hmm. that also hate episode nine because. It didn't follow through with the events of episode eight. Yes. And the funny thing to me for that is I feel like so much of episode eight is written in a way that says, look, this is what we have. We have three prequels and none of them are very good. And if you kind of delve a little deeper into it, people in it are really stupid. The last of the Jedi are idiots, complete idiots. You have to deal with that. You have to deal with the fact that you have 2,000 years of peace and prosperity. Gone. Because you have the golden dude, age, which is 200 years earlier. It's just like, it's, I, just, I got a bunch of soldiers to shoot you in the back. The things that Papa George gave us don't make any sense. And there's one that I've come up with lately, and it's Anakin in episode one, standing there with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. The boy's powerful, so he's to be trained. No. My next thing is, what are you going to do with him then? Yeah, I know, right? You're just going to throw him out on the street? We just <laughs> took him away from his mom. He's, we took him away from his mom. We admit he has more midichlorians, whatever the hell those things are, than Yoda. We admit that he's powerful, and we think he might be the chosen one. But we're not going to train him. What the hell are you going to do? That's the switch for me now when you start delving into stuff. Yeah. It's obviously just George wanted a dramatic moment to make him Qui-Gon's Padawan than Obi-Wan's, because he, he, he has an order he has to get to, which he should never have done him as a child, to get to the point where he's Obi-Wan's Padawan. Mm. But in the middle of it, when you're writing that, where's that second question of as soon as he says no, why is it like, so should I just kick him out? <laughs> what are, we, are we taking him back to Tatooine and giving him back as a slave? What do you think is going to happen to him if he doesn't get trained? Look what happens to him when they do get trained. <laughs> I was going to say. He'd be... He takes over the galaxy when he's 10. He just comes up and he's like, yeah, you're the emperor, right? There you go. I'm so super powerful. It's so stupid. 
<laughs> and it just those are the kind of questions that always. It's just like the end of episode three when you have Bale. Like, okay, we're you know the, the, we're going to have a rebellion, and it's going to be at some point we're going to have an armed rebellion. It's going to be awesome to have two Jedi Masters on our side. No, we're leaving. Why? Because the kid. So there's two kids, and you're giving me one of them. <laughs> so what? Are you just going to sit on a on a desert planet while the rest of the galaxy fights this? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to do. And where are you going? I'm going to a mud ball in the middle of nowhere because <laughs> I can't let the Emperor find me. He kicked my ass four minutes ago. Okay, you know who is going to fight? Kanan. He doesn't want to fight. Boom. Cal Kestis is still alive. Boom. Ahsoka's still alive. Boom. Ezra Bridger is the same age as Luke. He's in the fight. It's really bad. <laughs> Luke and Obi-Wan and Yoda are fucking idiots. And they're all pussies. And it's just like, God, this doesn't make any sense. Episode 8 actually brings that up where Luke's like, no, Jedi are stupid. <laughs> the hubris, the theocracy, the dogma, all of that led us to be just like blind eyes. We have a, a an army of people that are cloned and grown in a vat that was ordered by a Jedi that we thought was dead five minutes ago. What are we going to do? Let's take command of them and go start shooting droids. But with the DNA of a bounty hunter. There's no idea what it is. It's so stupid. <laughs> And you take it for face value because it's what George gave you. But when you take it at face value, you have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. At some point, someone decided to deal with it, and that ended up being Ryan Johnson and his writing partner. And his producer partner. Like, the stuff that we got doesn't make any sense. Look, Someone's got to I've always said Mace Windu is probably one of the worst Jedi ever. Here's the thing that I'd love to see. So we know Yoda's in the High Republic, yes. and he's not on the council at, at the moment. He's on Correct. a sabbatical. Or whatever. He gets to do whatever he wants. He, yeah. yeah, but... We kind of think somewhere in Yoda and Avon Chris's leadership, the Jedi have this kind of high Republic thing. Now, we, you know it's going to end here. Right. At some point. What if, like, the, the Mace is basically a usurper who takes over the council? Because he's the head of the council. Yes. And he becomes more militant. And he becomes more like the Jedi should have a more active role in, in the universe instead of just, like, we're going to do trade negotiations we don't have to do anything the Republic tells us. Chancellor Valorum cannot order us to go do something. But Emperor Palpatine can. Chancellor Palpatine can. Yeah. He starts this war, and they're a part of the war. So if you want to do it that way and have the point that part of the problem with the Jedi is what Mace's leadership led them to, sure, that would be interesting. That would be better. They're yes. never doing that. No. Because if you do, Samuel Jackson will hunt you down and kill you. <laughs> I'm the good guy, motherfucker. You know, whatever. Um... <laughs> it just, because think about it, Mace goes, is the one who I says no. I'm taking, I'm taking a stupid, you know, a silly sci-fi fantasy thing that we all know and love. That's become the biggest pop culture phenomenon in the world, and we're taking it and we're dissecting it in ways that nobody who created it ever thought we were going to. Oh, do. sure. But part of the fun is to do that and to start to ask these questions. Right. The question I've always asked the question in terms of the real life part of it is, well, who's the other? Yes. Who is Yoda talking about? Because even in within the story, Obi-Wan knows about Leia. Right. It's not Leia. It shouldn't It shouldn't be Leia in the story. Correct. Oh, there is another. Yeah, I know that, Yoda. Jeez, why do you treat me like an idiot? No, there is another. Who? Mm -hmm. There's another person like me who's like five years old. Right. And has been spirited away or whatever. So it's just... We know it's not Ezra because also Obi-Wan knows about Ezra too. Yes. It's... It, <laughs> It's just, it, it's, there's interesting questions to ask, but it seems like when they get answered, everybody just gets really mad. I mean, the other could be Ahsoka, because Obi-Wan may not know that Ahsoka is alive. 
Although I have a feeling they're going to try to tie that together where he knows she's alive. <sighs> so that way you can get Ahsoka into I don't remember what the, hell well, we were talking the Obi-Wan about, show. Flashpoint. Flashpoint. <laughs> so that Flashpoint. No, no, movie. we were talking about Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson Ryan doing Johnson. The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I would well, love to. I, wish, I really wish that he had just directed an episode, you know, and it said, what's, what's the, what is it, Smithy? The name that you use if you want to take your, your oh name yeah off something like, yeah Alan Smithy yeah something like that directed by Alan Smithy I'm like I wonder who directed this and everyone's gonna be like oh it was George Lorenzo and oh it was Steven Spielberg and then you know we get to like celebration and Ryan Jones like I did it oh, no we it, that even if they even if they would keep it quiet I mean, right now and they still could because right now it's all speculation and he wants he said he wanted to do it and the fans are like, no 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 he'll ruin the Mandalorian oh, the only yeah. thing of Star Wars that we love so. If he does it, because remember, uh, Robert Rodriguez directed an episode, and we all went, Robert Rodriguez directed The Mandalorian? We didn't know. Holy crap. I think a lot of people a lot of people knew who the directors were before the second season. We just happened to not see it like we did in the first. I don't think, because... We knew in the first that... Um, <sighs> well, we got an announcement beforehand that yeah, Robert yeah, no, Rodriguez was going to do yeah, an yeah, episode. Yeah, we knew Robert... I think we just forgot. We didn't Maybe, know what okay. episode he was going to do. Exactly. We just well, the same thing with the yeah. first one. We knew Deborah Chow, Bryce Howard... Taika. Uh, Taika Watiti and Ryan Coogler, right? Yes. Is that correct? Or am I th- no, that's the Black Panther director. Yeah. Ryan Coogler didn't do it. No. It was... Um... God damn it. Now I'm a racist. <laughs> um... Oh, it's killing me. I, I can see his face. I can, I can hear his, his voice. Face too. That's that's one of the best things about the the gallery one. The gallery you actually was get this amazing. Fuki Ryan Fukuyama. Yes, Fukihara. 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 Oh, something Christ. like that. Um, Ryan. I just I think it would be interesting to have him and and wherever you set it, put it on Canto Bite. Make you know go back to and make Canto Bite something where people enjoy. <laughs> no one's ever going to drive because see when you that's read the thing, I would knowing Ryan Johnson also. I would double down on being an asshole and putting it in Canto Vite, oh, yeah. knowing no one is going to like it, no matter what happens, because everyone's so mad. And when I, it's the, the mob everywhere. Sure. Obviously, I'd be like, oh, we get Canto Vite again. Because here's the thing. Not only did I like that sequence, that book was really good. I was just going to say, the book was really good, which <laughs> yeah. really explains there's Canto Vite. There's a lot of stories. If you and read stuff it before it. you, mm-hmm. if you, before you watch the movie, yeah, Canto Vite doesn't. It's just, Vegas for billionaires. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, 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 I would, I would totally do that. I would just be like, I'm doing an episode. I'm bringing him to Canto Bite. I'm bringing Bo Katan to Canto. Bite. I'm putting Ahsoka on Canto Bite. Screw all of you. I'm taking all your favorite characters, and I'm, mm, they're just gonna go in there. The whole episode is just them playing Sabak <laughs> and just winning cash, and just that's all it. dolled up too. Yeah, and then no, no uniforms. Just... He's just, no, he's wearing a suit and everything, but he's got the mask on. <laughs> he's got the helmet on. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I wanted it a poker tournament. Like James Bondish. But see, then at the end, and then you at have the end Luke. No, you get the end of it. You have him buy the Razor Crest again. He goes and finds that same model, <laughs> and he uses it to buy it, so that everyone who spent five hundred dollars on a little one eighteen scale <laughs> Razor Crest who watched it explode into a million pieces and going, <gasps> they're like, oh, thank God. Well, see, you can have also where you have Luke come in and just be this really badass Jedi, like at the end of you no, know, you have Luke season. come in and he hates everything. <laughs> no, he's a lounge singer. <laughs> Luke, be a Jedi tonight. Does the guys and dolls? You have Sebastian Stan do the Luke Skywalker on Canto Bite. You have Mark Hamill in it. No, I'm just saying. No, no, you don't have Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. You just have Mark Mark Hamill Hamill in it. (laughs) 
Mark to Hamill show plays with Mark himself. Hamill being like, I have no problem with what Ryan did. Yes, I didn't like it when I read it. It's not my favorite, but he's the writer and director, and I did my job, and I'm willing to go work with him again. And, and just put agent. in, like, Gareth Edwards and Ronnie <laughs> Howard. Just his agent is Sebastian Stan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That would be funny. Rick Famuia. Famuia. F-A-M-U-Y-I-W-A. Okay. How bad do you think people would revolt if he ended up doing an episode? That would be the one that no one would watch. And you make it super important, like you can't watch the next one without it. It'd be so good. It was. It's like a key episode in the whole season. Everything happens in yeah, that one you're episode. You're just like, damn. Because, again, the first season, episode three and episode four... People love those, and like it's Deborah Chow and Bryce Dallas Howard. Guess mm. what? They have vaginas, and you guys are so mad about anybody with a vagina. Well, the who's not first Carrie one Fisher. everybody loved was the Bryce Howard one. Well, the three was the first one everybody loved because they have the shootout, yeah, at the end, and it's him rescuing the child, and has a lot of emotional moments, and it's him flying, and then the Rocketeer comes up, says good job, and then flies away. Mm. And that week, as everyone loved the first one, everyone loved the second one, but that week was like, oh my god, this is so good. There's so much action. It's great. I love what. John Favreau's doing. I love what John Favreau's. I love Dave Filoni. I love John Favreau. Deborah Chow wrote and directed the episode. No, not someone with boobs. No, because the first thing they said was, oh, well, okay, now I'm okay with Obi-Wan, with the Obi-Wan show. That was after. After, the, after they saw it. Which is funny because when we when they announced Deborah Chow was going to be directing an episode, we looked her up and we're like, oh, Based on the credits that she's done recently, or even before, we're like, yeah, we know Obi-Wan's going to be a good one. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's done so many good But remember, series she's and... also doing Rogue Squadron. Yeah. No, she's not. Yes, she is. No. Doing Rogue Squadron. No. Oh, Patty Jenkins is. Patty Jenkins, Patty Jenkins is doing. Yes. Oh, that's going to be a lot of really great scenes. <laughs> I was happy about Patty Jenkins doing it until I was happy until Christmas until 1984. I sat that on that couch and I watched about half through it and I'm going, oh god, this is bad. Yeah, there's some good there's some good shots in this. There's some good scenes in this. But I wonder half of that if Patty Jenkins was kind of like Pushed done with it I because she because I don't of, feel like she was done with it. I mean that's because what, there was something that she she said. Before that movie. Was no, like, she was mad after the movie came out because of the fact that HBO Max and Warner Brothers had said that it would be on HBO for free. Mm. Her and, and her and everybody else and their agents were pissed off that they're not getting uh, exclusive theatrical releases. And more than likely, because again, once that deal was made, it was only after it that we realized that Warner Brothers had made deals with her, Godot, Pine, Pascal, uh... I don't remember someone else that's Kristen in Wig. Kristen Wig, because they have to pay them off the back end. So they mm-hmm. made deals where like we'll pay you a lump sum and we'll see what happens or whatever. But the thing with it is I mean, I'll, I'll put this. If they tell me that uh Rogue Squadron has Chris Pine in it, I'm okay. Cuz he is really good in her stuff. And mm-hmm. I really I was watching um Shadow Recruit, that one that one-off Tom Clancy that he did. He's really good. Like he's just he's just a cool, charismatic yeah. dude. You like watching him. He's not like, you know, the greatest person in the world, but he's someone that's just like, I don't know, there's just something. Sort of like Matt Damon type. A little bit, yeah. yeah. You know, just that kind he's of person you're going, I have no problem watching him. Type. He fits into that role. Maybe like someone like Woody Harrelson, who really just plays Woody Harrelson most of the yeah. time. 
But I like him playing Woody Harrelson. Like I'm watching Solo and going, he's perfect for this. Right. Or you're watching White Man Don't Don't Can't Jump. Perfect for this. You're watching him in in Hunger Games. Perfect for this. Whatever little, you know, if he's on this level, he's going a step up or a step below to fit that character, unless he's in that that war drama that he was in where he's got to go tell people that their son's dead or whatever that he's practically amazing in, Mm. or Natural Born Killers. It's obvious he has talent. To me, it's obvious Chris Pine has talent. This is the type of person he plays. You like him as Captain Kirk. You like him as Jack Ryan. You like him as Steve Trevor. You like him as fighting Tom Hardy because they all fall in love with Reese Weatherspoon or whatever the hell that movie was. <laughs> you like him as Captain Kirk? Captain Kirk. That's the first person I said. Oh, did you? I? Yeah. I thought so. Um, so, but then, and he works, seemed to work well with her. He's really good in the first one, and he's he's the best part of 84. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's I by agree far with the best part of 84. And he's in a hard part in 84 because he does not matter worth a damn in that film. Yep. Except when she uses him to rape somebody else. Um God, that movie's terrible. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. I'm just mad. Give I'm here. One but good DC movie. I'm here, but I'm not really here. Yeah, oh. You're only seeing me, but you're really walking around somebody else. You look like some Guido from 1987. So. <laughs> uh, but it, I'm, if they would have told me Gareth Edwards was doing Rogue Squadron, like, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Give me Gareth Edwards. But he didn't finish the... Fine. Give me Gareth Edwards and Tony Gilroy. Just hire mm-hmm. people that are good. I still don't understand that people hate Solo. And I'm like, what? Ron Howard gave you a good, solid, fun movie. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not Harrison Ford. Jeez, and crackers. What if you had Trevor doing it? What's that? What if Trevor was doing it? Trevor... Noah? Yeah. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Trevaro. Whatever. <laughs> Call him Trevaro? <laughs> Trevor Noah doing a Star Wars film. Hmm. <laughs> he says no as a joke. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I'm watching you and he says it in your face. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> like the hamster was catching up to the Noah at the top of the wheel. As soon as he got well, no, the, the hamster took a break for a second. No, like, oh, it's, crap. It's, I got to actually going, the, ha- the hamster got lost in the wheel for the a second. The hamster's going down. <laughs> Noah. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. And then no, it gets to the top of the wheel. It's like, no, it's not, you idiot. It's like he smacked himself in the head. The head shaking. Like, no! Hey, guess what? Sony and uh, Disney made a deal. Wow, what a segue there. Why are you recording? I, it's done that three times yeah, now. Yeah, because you keep hitting the thing. Uh, I would be in- It'd be interesting to see what Colin Trevorrow would do with it. Trevorrow, that's where we were going with that. I wish Trevor yeah, it'd be had. interesting to see what Trevor Noah does with it. That would be interesting. It <laughs> would be a fascinating film. Uh, this becomes District 9. <laughs> <laughs> District 9 wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. District 9 was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Sony made a deal with Netflix a week ago. And now they've made a deal with Disney this week. Next week they're doing one with Paramount. <laughs> Seems like it, doesn't it? Paramount Plus is going to carry other crap. So here's the way, the way the deals work out. Netflix gets the movies first. We have the movies. And then they go to Disney Plus. I think except for the Marvel films, which go directly to Disney Plus. What I saw, it seemed to be, maybe because it was only a thing people cared about, is that anything with a Marvel character... That Sony's done, which would include Venom, yes, goes to Disney Plus. Correct. Even though they are not in the MCU. Correct. 
So they'll get the, the biggest thing is now it leaves Hulk as the only film yes. in the MCU that won't be on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yes. You got to imagine, unless Universal is going to make uh, a, a channel that's going to get there somewhere. It's going to have to because Disney now it. owns the as of last year, uh, two thousand twenty. Disney owns the rights again to the Incredible Hulk. Oh really? Yes. Yeah, but they don't have that specific film at the moment. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the well, big. Well, they don't have either change. one then, right? Well, here's correct. Okay. So here's something I was thinking about, especially with Sony's, like with someone who has a vast library like Sony, why wouldn't they come out with their own streaming service? This but this to me confirms that they are not doing that. They are not doing our. That's what service. I'm saying. I'm that's what I'm trying to wonder now with this, especially with uh, Universal as well, is that they see the saturation in the market, and they know people are probably not going to sign up for a streaming service Another if we one. do. Why don't we license out our product yeah. to other ones? It's either if the people aren't going to sign up for it or it's too expensive to start it when you're in a world in which Disney+, Plus, Paramount+, Plus, Netflix, HBO Max, Peacock. and Hulu all exist right. in terms of films. Sony mm. doesn't have... I mean, they have a catalog, but it's not like Disney or Universal Well, remember, or they have Bond. No, they don't. They do and they don't. They do and they don't. Remember, they used to have MGM and MGM's library. Now, MGM is back having their own library with certain th- pieces that have been sold off to, uh, you know, like... Do you imagine that's coming at some point? And that's the thing with Sony is, is like, what Ethan's kind of saying is, to me, that deal confirms that Sony's not coming out with, you know, Correct. Sony mm-hmm. Plus. The money that you're going to make... <clears throat> In terms of licensing it to Disney Plus, mm-hmm. where people are going to see it, even if you have like a per stream fee, mm-hmm. every time it streams, you owe us a buck, two bucks, whatever. They're probably going to make more money than they would in profit as to try and figure out how to catch up yep. to Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime. They're and saying Disney that- Plus and Paramount Plus and Peacock and Crunchyroll. And 4chan and Facebook and whatever. They're saying that Sony could make $2.5 billion off of it. Yeah. And it also, I think, For endears years. them to fans that mm-hmm. now don't have to go anywhere else. Everyone I've known that has done a MCU rewatch, there's three films missing. Yeah. And you have to either go rent them from Prime or we had, whatever. We had or, a rent Incredible Hulk yesterday. Yeah. So, so there's, there's what something. Are the other two? Both Spider-Man. Spider-Man films. Oh, Neither yeah, Spider-Man yeah, yeah, films yeah. are on Disney+. Plus, yeah. And they're not anywhere else either. That's the thing. Is I think right. Sony's, Sony's eyes are open. Like, our movies aren't on anything. Mm-hmm. They're not on Netflix for the most part. Neither of the Spider-Mans are on Netflix. The, into the Spider-Verse is. Correct. And that would be flipping over, which would be God, that, that movie's on TV yesterday, and I was watching part of it. I was like, that movie's so good. I was watching it, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Venom would be there. Venom 2, when you know when that comes out, that Marbius. would be there. <laughs> All three. That's, Spi- that's where like Sony says we'll pay you a dollar. Spider Man <laughs> one two three. Spider Man the the Spider Man amazing Spider Man one two. The Sam, yeah, the Sam Raimi, the Andrew Garfield, and I think some of that might be Spider Man three. Like, well, if we're gonna bring Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield into this, even if it's just for a minute or two, shouldn't we have them on that right. service so you can all wa- you can watch all of them together? Mm-hmm. Although I don't know why you would. But see, not all the X-Men are on, uh, movies are on there now. That's because those are all old deals that they didn't make. This is Sony owns these, and now they're yeah. going to loan them or whatever. Whoever's got those other two X-Men movies, what's missing? X-Men 3. That's fine. First Class. That's not fine. Um, 
Is Days of Future Pass on? Days of Future Pass is there and Apocalypse is there. Apocalypse on Disney Plus? Yeah. Why isn't the first class on there? I that, don't know. See, that's what's weird. It's It's got to be that's, something where it's either a co-producer yeah. or... Wolverine Origins is on there. Because Singer did... Singer oh, excuse did, me. Not the Origins. Uh, the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Second one. Yeah. Singer did the first two first class films, right? Yes. He did Days of Future Past. Okay, so it's not a Singer thing. No. Um, it's like maybe we don't want a child molester to do it. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's weird that which ones are there and yeah. which like ones if, aren't. If it wasn't mm. First Class and, and uh, Days of Future Past, then mm. I'd be like, it probably just is they don't want to put Brian Singer stuff on there. But if if Duff is on it, but First Class isn't. What? Oh. Days of Future Past, Duff. Yeah, uh, but you also have the first two Singer ones. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's too many Singer ones yes. on it for there not to be. For a reason it's not, not him yes. that First Class isn't on there. Correct. Um, but yeah, it's just weird. But this deal is supposed to go through twenty twenty six. But this also means that there's the potential of Spider Man character Disney Plus series now. I don't think so. I think I think you the way I read it, it it's not because they're still going to make their own own stuff. Yes, but they're but, not, they're not going to make it for Disney Plus. That's the difference. I could see them. I could see them working that into it. I don't think they will because there's if, no money in it. If they're not going to go ahead with a streaming service, I can see them. Yeah, why would you doing it? Well, why would you do it if you're paying for it? But Disney Plus reaps almost all of the rewards. It's like the reverse Sony deal with the Spider-Man movies. In that case, if Disney's going to pay for it and you get some of the cash, sure. But that's not what this is. Sony would still have to produce those. Th- that no, that's series. what I'm saying. It's like a reverse of the Disney deal. That well, okay, so how does it for Spider-Man? How does it how does it benefit Sony? They're going to pay for it, and they're going to put it on a service that they get no money from. Well, whatever it would go into, whatever they, however they figured up how they're getting money for these films being on the the streaming service would work out the same way. Yeah, but you're still not, you're not going to make the same off of that. I don't see them doing, you know. A Silver Sable TV series. There's no reason to do it. There's no reason for the MCU to want it for the first place. But if I, you're not going to see a Tom Holland Spider-Man film or series on there because again, they they need actual cash. They they don't need, you know, a cruel a credit in who's watching. I mean, we talked right. about what happened. You know, we we left it off the thing, but the thing this week that HBO Max did not gain a whole bunch of subscribers because of the Snyderverse, right? And the fact that it seemed to HBO from whatever internal conversations and stuff that people rumored to be known was they thought that was going to boost up their subscriptions. And remember, a bunch of those subscriptions are free Mm -hmm. to the consumer through AT&T. So it didn't do that. Right. Sony doesn't want to make anything for Disney that's going to increase their subscriber. And if you tie it into subscribers, we've shown that doesn't work very much when you're already what? 300% 300% over your projection. The Disney Plus, they're already where they were supposed to be in 2026, according to their projection. Mm-hmm. How many people have that service? Sure. So it doesn't make any sense for Sony to do it. I, I can me. see. I, I understand what you're saying. But I also said I didn't think Sony was ever going to let Spider-Man be with Marvel. So take it for what you will. But I don't I don't see where it benefits Sony. It, it benefits Sony from those films because they're done. They've made money from those. They made a ton of money from Far From Home. Right. To do nothing. Other than like, yeah, go Tom Holland can go play with you guys for a little while. This that Spidey costume can exist there. And how much you make? We made one point two billion dollars. Here's three hundred million. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We can use that to make a terrible Morbius film that no one's gonna see. Well remember, Sony was losing money. Even though they had that 
you know, they only made like four hundred million off of that one point two billion that Spider Man did. Yeah. After you know, back right. in and everything like that, they only came out with about four hundred. That was the highest grossing movie they've had. Remember, they've been losing money. For them, yes, they have no other projects. That's why movies to make putting Venom on D, D plus when you're having Venom two come out. Oh yeah, makes a ton of sense for Venom two. Yes, that's if if anyone watches the trailer for Venom two and says, "Well, I didn't see the first one." You right. don't make any money if you, or you're not going to make a lot of money if you buy it off of Amazon. Putting it there with the rest Putting of the Marvel stuff is where makes it, sense. people are going to go and see it and hate it, but they'll still go see the second one. So it, it makes sense to have their films there or right. Netflix or whatever, whatever deal works. If it is just goodwill out of them going, we should put it with the other Marvel stuff so people stop sending us letters like, why isn't Johnny Spider Man on my, my MCU watch list? The then, way I could yeah, see it working but, though is if. Marvel says, hey, look, we want to do, you know, a series and have, I don't know, Silver Sable in it, right? Then they pay pay the rights, you know, they pay to have that character in their show. Marvel's still producing it, but they're paying Sony a fee, like a back-end fee almost. There is no one in the Spider-Verse other than Venom or Spider-Man that anyone in the MCU can't find a replacement for. Oh no, I agree with that. That's but that's the thing. That's my that's my thing. There's nothing. There's not a chance in hell that anyone at Marvel is sitting there setting up a series and says, "I need Silver Sable." No. Without being able to then open a comic book and go, "No, wait, I'll use this character instead." But you could like for Secret Invasion, you could put Spider-Man in it. You could put some of these other, you know, smaller characters, some of the villains. You could do you a sinister. You could do a sinister six movie or series now. Sony's going to do a sinister six series, and they're going to make it a movie. Now, this is this is the flip side of the deal, and the thing that I don't think anyone said. If the Tom Holland stuff is on Disney Plus, that makes Disney probably a little more affable to saying, "Go ahead and make Tom Holland versus yes. the Sinister Six right. as a film. Make your money." But we get it when it's done on our service. Right. That's the flip side. That Movies make sense to me. A series makes no sense to me. And none of the I, characters makes no sense to me because it just, it doesn't make them any money. And there's not a single character that they, that, that Marvel would care about in a series that you can't find a different character that you already have the right No, that to. I agree with. But now with Fox, you've got all the Fox stuff too. There are way too many characters. Yes. That they can use to put in there. You can have Paladin take over for Silver Sable. Right. And you've got that. You've got, you mean, there's so many other people that you can use from that small sliver of Sony characters that they have the rights to that they haven't already put in there in terms of NJ, J. Jonah Jameson, all of that, that I feel like they would need to use a character. No one producing a Disney Plus series needs to use that character. And Sony producing a Disney Plus series doesn't help them in any way to me in terms of financially. That's a lot of money to put out to put a series on a, a streaming service where you don't own the money. Do you think this shows the the um, the holes in Sony's armor as far as financially? No. Well, everything shows the holes in, in the armor. The fact that they're probably not going to do much other than Marvel films, to me, it's it's for them what I was telling with Ethan. This is, we don't have a service. These films are out there. I doubt a lot of people are buying them, in, even right. in quarantine. 
you get to quarantine and like, boy, we didn't see a huge uptick in far from home sales on Amazon or whatever, you know, uh, pay to play or whatever. We need our films. At this point, I think every studio is going, we need our films on a service. If I'm Warner Brothers, not Warner Brothers, Universal, how am I gone this far without having Harry Potter on a streaming service? You have it on Peacock. Is that where it went? Yes. Warner Brothers, no, sorry. Warner Brothers is uh, Warner Brothers is not, HBO Max. Right. Pe- Universal is Peacock. Is Harry Potter actually there? Yes. Is it there right now? Yes. Okay, well, that makes sense. It's on yes. HBO, right? No. No? It was on HBO for a while, but they put but it, it on Universal be- for a little bit. Then it will go back to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. That's the, because there, it's just like the Friends deal. Right. The, the producers of Friends made a lot of money for... Who, who the hell hasn't now? Is it Peacock or is it HBO Max? HBO Max. HBO Max. HBO Max. Made a lot of money because HBO Max bought the rights to stream it. If I'm Warner Brothers and I don't have a streaming service and I'm not going to anytime soon... But I, you are. Warner Brothers is HBO Max. Right. If you ha- But if it wasn't on HBO Max for the longest time. That's what I'm saying. When you had HBO, it wasn't on there. For the longest time, you couldn't stream those films. No. Uh, but when HBO Max first came out, the Harry Potter movies yes, were there. that was last year. Yes. I'm talking about before that. Remember, two years ago, I said, how is this not streaming anymore? Correct. How did they not sell it to Netflix? And that's part of it, is they probably didn't sell it to Netflix in 2019, knowing HBO Max is coming in 2020. Correct. Sony is selling their films to Disney+. Plus. And Netflix. They, they already have the deal with Netflix. Right. But we know when the deals are up with Netflix, we'll send it to, to Disney Plus or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it makes it it's, to me. It's, it's a weird deal. I mean, they're all weird deals. Because and it, it probably is Disney going, dude, can we get all of the stupid films? Because, you know, when you have that gap, you have something missing, you know, like the X-Men thing. It right. seems weird to have three films out of 12 missing. Right. So how do we fix that? This might but when be you Disney see it, coming to them saying, how do I get this? And like, you take the rest of it too, because you have the most popular service in the world right now. I mean, the subscribers for Disney plus outrank the subscribers for Netflix mm-hmm. at this point. So if I'm someone who has something that Disney wants, I will go sell it to Disney because people are going to watch it. But it's weird. Cause it's something like the ghostbusters. It looks like afterlife will be coming to Disney plus and not going to Netflix. Be- and the other Ghostbusters movies will be coming to Disney+. Plus. It's like they're picking yeah, and choosing which well, ones. Well, if you're making a Sony film, I mean, Ghostbusters is Sony, isn't it? Yes. Then their deal is probably whatever's coming forward. Remember, they did the same thing when they first... Um, the Disney Plus thing was any Star Wars film... 2019 or after is automatically on here because Solo was on Netflix and Rogue One was on right. Netflix for a while. And so we were missing some of those films, and then now they're like, well, everything's here. Yeah. And it'll stay here. So, Well, remember, though, there is still that some of the movies that are on Disney Plus will go back to Netflix for a year or two in a like a, in the next... Not, I don't think it's this year. I think it's a year after. I have a feeling they're going to find a way out of that. It's weird, yeah. Because, again... <laughs> If there, if there wasn't a pandemic and they lost like $60 billion in both parks, which they'll make back in a day, I would say they would just pay them not to do that. Like right. Whatever. Netflix, what do you want? Well, we want we want $50 million. Here you go. Yeah. Because I don't want to take it off here. Mm-hmm. Or they figure out some sort of co-deal. You right. Know, just like, we're going to keep them here. We'll give you some money because they're going to stay here or whatever. We'll see. We'll I mean, take maybe, them maybe off our service care. for a month. And I then, do feel yeah, that this is Sony. That these two deals is Sony's way of salvaging their company or their their movie industry or 
their movie studio for a while. Because remember, before the pandemic, we were all talking. You know, there's a chance Apple was going to buy them. Forbes was saying that they were going to be sold within six to seven months or six months to a year or whatever. That you know they were losing things right after they lost all the MGM stuff. You know, they were no mm-hmm. longer a, a force to be reckoned with. You know, they were barely making what seven, eight movies a year, and even that they weren't making a lot of money off of them. Now with these two deals, not only will Will they be making movies for theater, theatrical? But you know how Netflix likes to put out one movie a, a week or something. They're going to be making movies directly for Netflix. So they, you know, that's why I think that there might be a, a possibility that if they're making movies for Netflix, Disney doesn't need to necessarily have them making movies to put onto the streaming service and not out. So mm. there may be a chance that you could get especially since you know Sony wants to do so many of these other spider properties mm-hmm. that instead of doing a silver saber movie or something that's not going to make a lot of money in the theaters why you know you could still possibly put that on Disney Plus and still get that character out there and get whatever you're wanting to do with that character out there and not have to worry about taking a hit in the box office yeah. I just I don't. Think I, 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 it's not maybe I don't that, it may not be and the other thing is likely, if, but if if I'm Disney, why am I letting Sony make a series when I'm already booked up for like two years? Mm. Yeah, right. You, you know, know, it's going to come down to whatever if, if, my, uh, if I'm Marvel has and room I'm going, for. Hey, I want to do a third season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or the Falcon, or the Winter Soldier, or you know, Sam and Bucky road trip four. I'm not <laughs> saying oh, we'll move that over there. Yeah, and let's let's bring in the Rhino series. No, it's not happening. Right. Be, I mean, they've like, already they're, had they're to not going to do anything. They've already had to move Sony. things around for Sony already to get the third Spider-Man movie in there. Yeah. Because you know, they, remember, it really wasn't it wasn't on the slate when they first showed you what Phase Four was, and that deal was kind of up in the air, anyways. And then Sony said, "No, we're going to do it." But part of that that redoing the deal was, "Hey, we need a Spider-Man movie out within the next couple of years." Yeah. Well, that's what they have to do every couple of years. Otherwise, the rights get bent, go back to Marvel. Yeah, that's though. why we kept getting crappy Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. Yeah. Fox is like, let's do a TV movie of the week with the Fantastic Four, but put it on the big screen. <laughs> it's just, it's really interesting to see where that's going to go. And then are we going to get another tab on the Disney Plus that says like Sony or something? No, I think it's just going to be. Well, for that stuff, it's just going to be the Marvel tab. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, for that stuff. But any of the other Sony titles, where you just got to stick them under movies or, or series? Probably. You know how much yeah. stuff on Disney Plus we've never seen? <laughs> no. We I went keep through it the first time, and we're like, holy crap, this is on here. I keep going through it now, and it's like, wait, that's on. You know, sometimes it's this just, is on here. This is on here. It's this great going through The only those. ones that are used are the Marvel and the, the Star Wars tabs. <laughs> for you? Is that what all you use? No, I'm just saying in general because that's the only thing that's been consistently coming out. That in National Geographic to watch whales just fuck up seals for an hour. (laughs) Uh, So sticking with Disney streaming and MCU shows, Hawkeye rapped this week. Yeah, he had like headphones on. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) my name is Hawkeye. No, I'm going to do that. And I didn't because it was terrible. And then you took it over. Jeremy Renner posted a picture of him looking beat up as Hawkeye to signify. To no, that, that was a picture of him after he broke both arms. <laughs> when he did tag? 
Yeah. Yes. Have you, so it's funny is there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a quote unquote Hawkeye trailer out there that people have put together. It's not a Hawkeye trailer. No. It's a fan-made trailer. It's a fan. But, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> well, no, no. It's it's a fan-made trailer with supposedly for the Hawkeye TV series that you have. Uh, I thought you were going to say something. No, Ethan made it. Oh. Ethan's a big Hawkeye. But it's funny is because halfway through the trailer, it's like shots of Jeremy Renner from Tag and everything. And I'm looking at the comments of this. Disney screwed it up again. Jeremy Renner's barely in the show or in the trailer. You know, he's probably only going to be in the episode or one episode. This is, you know, stupid. They're, they're screwing things up again. And, you know, it's like 10 or 20 people, you know, writing stuff like that. And you finally look at it and finally somebody put on there. You guys know this is a fake trailer, right? That, that there's that there's, yeah, but you guys know that's actually probably true. He's probably barely in the show. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> that there's footage from tag in here, right? And people are like, no, 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 this is the official. It says official trailer. It's like, no, this is a fake. Look game. at the name of the person who uploaded it. That's what I'm right. saying. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. That's what I'm saying. It says official Jeremy's Hawkeye Renner. trailer, but that doesn't mean that, you know, Jeremy's it's from like universe. Uplo- uploaded from guywholovesmovies.com yeah. or something like this. Guywholovesfaketrailers.com. <laughs> it's just, you know, you're going, yeah. What? But no, I think a lot of that look, plays into we, we comments. We run into one thing, because we know this with all... I apologize for interrupting you, but just to say, what we've learned, people are stupid. <laughs> That's the end of it. It's just people are stupid. That's the end of it. That's what I'm saying. Is one person saw one comment, and I guarantee you the other 20 people didn't even watch what was there, just wanted to make a comment to say, oh, I hate this. Yeah. So It's like everyone who didn't watch five and a half seasons of Lost after the finale. Watched the finale and went, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like you didn't, you haven't watched it in five and a half seasons. Calm down. It doesn't make any sense. They didn't answer any questions. You didn't watch any of it. Yeah, Makes you I wonder know. though if that uh, series is going to be out this fall. It's supposed to. I think it was supposed to be before the end of the year. Yeah. Oh, is this year November? Well, they haven't really Remember said we anything. We were going to get a black movie. A black movie, whatever. <laughs> black or the movie, whatever. The Black Widow movie in May, and that was supposed to hold us over until Loki. Yeah. I saw Loki's date. I was like, oh, man, we have to wait. Oh, that's right. We were supposed to have a movie this weekend. I was like, man, I wish they would just move it up. You know, we, eh. no. That screws up their other time. Yeah, because we were supposed to, it was supposed to be, is it next week that it was supposed to come out? Black, Black Widow, Widow or the week after? May 1st. It was, it was supposed to be the 4th or something. Not the 4th, no, but the first weekend of May. Because yes, it was supposed to, I guess it was. May, the first you know, weekend of May to, is next weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be April 30th. Was it? When they yeah. redid it, they wanted it in the first weekend of May yeah. again. Originally, it was going to be first weekend of last May, which would have made it. Because Free Comic Book Day would have been May 1st. Would have been May 2nd. Last year, because the first is on a Saturday this year. That's when Free Comic Book Day would have been May 1st. It's on a Saturday this year. May 2nd was Free Comic Book Day last year. Yes, but I'm saying this year. Widow would, yes, it would have been on May 1st. That's what I'm saying, yes. We knew it was not going to be on May 1st. Right. They put it in that weekend because it was first weekend of May last year. Yes. They usually do these films first weekend of May until they got to Infinity War and went, hey, we should move it up a week. Mm-hmm. And then this year, when they first changed it into this year, it was going to be first week of May, and then they moved it again to right. July, right? Yes. July, yeah. It's yeah. July now. Well, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But we're talking because there was that point where we were supposed to be getting a Marvel piece, whether it was Disney Plus movie or, or movie. Show. Um, every, every month. month. 
Oh, we were going to get Black yeah, yeah, Widow yeah. next weekend and then right. you know go see that for in the theaters for a month and then have the first week of June or second week of June be Loki. Right. When I saw that, because they have the Loki up on the the top bar or whatever, the, you know, the, the feature things on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. It says Loki, you know, coming in June or whatever. And I'm like, oh, man, we got to wait till June? Yeah. How are we supposed to have? Oh, that's right. Because when we first started talking about that, Black Widow was still listed for May. June for 11th. Yep. Yeah. So we've got a couple. And weeks. then July 13th is Widow. Mm-hmm. And then Eternals is the next weekend. September is Shang Chi. Wake me up then. Wake you up then. Wake me up when September ends. Oh God. Uh, that so that's why August. Uh, it's possible that August could be Hawkeye. Or you think if it was August, they would have told you by now. That's what I would have assumed. What if they just throw what if there? Or is oh, it, that, is that what if? To, it is. What if is okay. what if is, is what if is supposed to be this summer? Yes. What if it's okay. in July or August? Okay. So you'll have that, and then October will probably be. Because uh, I think Hawkeye. Hawkeye was listed as fall. Yeah, like the whole time it was listed as fall. So you would have you would have. We mis- assumed it was going to be the month before Eternals. Correct. That's why. Because then you have Eternals in November, and She Hulk and Miss mm-hmm. Marvel are next year. Yes. Yes. Okay. How many more series do you want this year? We're only getting four. Like, <laughs> calm down, man. I want it all. You're like the guys on the IDW board when G.I. Joe reached number six, and they're like, where's Cobra Civil War? I'm like, that wasn't until 75. They're not doing the same story. Shut up. Speaking of She-Hawk, it was confirmed this week that She-Hawk will be in Secret uh, Secret Invasion. I almost said Secret Affair. <laughs> that would be an interesting She-Hawk. She will be in Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for you to be like, it's confirmed She-Hulk's gay. Uh, we also have the, the Nick Fury will be in Secret Invasion. Ben Mendelsohn will be in that. In... Well, yeah. Yes. And then... Uh, is there somebody else? You... No, you said they were going to be in Secret Colby Invasion. Smulders, I believe, is supposed to be in it as well. Yeah, it's a S.H.I.E.L.D. series. Uh, didn't you say there was somebody... No, you said somebody was a scroll, but we were talking about... We'll get to that. Because we'll I almost mentioned that, too, just a second ago. I just saw that on there, too. I'm like, okay. Because... Did you watch it? Yeah. Okay. I finished it. Okay. Did you watch the final finale or the finale before <laughs> the final finale? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Secret Invasion may be next year, too. Because everything that they, yeah. they announced... There's a lot coming, and there's a lot coming yeah. in the next couple of years. Yeah. Remember, when we saw the, the Disney investors thing... We could have done a nine-hour show. <laughs> we split it up into two as it was, and even then, I don't think we talked about half the stuff coming from. Well, we were going to end up doing it we three. Were so damn burnt out. Yeah, remember we were going to end up doing it yeah, three. Like, Let's talk about Lady and the Tramp too. No, like just forget. <laughs> Let's talk about stuff that dorks like. Um, Nobody cares about High School Musical eight. Are you excited for Hawkeye? It's a Marvel series, of course I am. What about Secret Invasion? It's Marvel series. Of <laughs> okay, and also in the flip, I love Jeremy Renner. I love Haley Steinfeld. I love Ben Mendelsohn. So, yes. yeah, I'm in. You're going to give me Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn the same? You're going to give me Ben Mendelsohn playing Samuel Jackson and then Samuel <laughs> Jackson? I'm good. I'm excited for Armor Wars. Well, because, I mean, Cause Hi- Haley me, Steinfeld is going to be... Is going to be... She's a, she, uh, everything she's done so far, I've enjoyed. Well, maybe not Pitch, <laughs> Pitch, Pitch Perfect 3, but okay. Pitch Perfect, Pitch Perfect 2, or she was in 2 and 3. Yeah, 3 sucks. He's not ter- bad. 3 is terrible. Three is awful. They should have ended with two. For what those movies are, it's not bad. For what those movies are, it's still terrible. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, be, look, you, you can't end two with 
I know. Peggy Bundy and like 60 other girls coming up there singing their hearts out. And then the third one's like, world tour where everybody hates them. Like, we get it. It's Ghostbusters 2. Shut up. Yeah. Then she gets kidnapped and there's a boat explosion or whatever. What? No. Yes, well, that's how bad it is. Horrible. It's awful. Because, because... Because Harry and the Hendersons is her dad and kidnaps her for some reason. Rebel Wilson. <laughs> Rebel Wilson's character, her dad... Is John Bigfoot? Lithgow. John Lithgow. Oh. Fat Amy. Her, yeah, I know. I know. Okay, her dad is this mafia thug, you know, that kid disappears and then he comes back and he uses her to do something and then the kids are in a what? bus and then they put the bus on, on a boat and then they sing to make sure that the bad guys don't kill them and then something explodes. It is wow. awful. That's horrible. And Ruby Rose is in it playing yeah. the head of a band because it's like real music is great now and you acapella bitches are terrible. Well, it's because the only are... good thing in it is the two announcers. Because it's the best part yeah. of you know, Elizabeth two, Banks and yeah Elizabeth Banks and um oh my goodness why can't I, I remember not his, know name. his name he's so good I I, it's funny I just saw him in a commercial yesterday he's in every commercial uh <laughs> that's it's a Fred Willard lookalike yeah it's not it's the poor man's Fred Willard yeah, yeah. um it's like what I was like <laughs> acapella group for all the girls that were too fat to be cheerleaders <laughs> oh my god. But they're the only good part of the third one. Even then, it's terrible. Well, because they're, they're supposed to be on a USO tour, right? Yeah. And guess I what? knew that part. And everybody USO hates them because this yeah. is way too much time for Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Kelly Seinfeld is good in 90% of what she's been in. And I'm sure she's good in Pitch Perfect 3. Unwatchable. <laughs> I made about 10 minutes into that film, but nope. Um, I've watched it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, you have. Nobody hates their free time more than you. Ooh, this crappy ass movie's on. Let me stop everything and watch it for a while. Um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see where the MCU Disney Plus shows go. Just next go to the bathroom to fart. No, no, the toilet was running. Still. Yeah, sure it was. Did your fart stop the toilet from running? Yes. And then the toilet stopped the wink. The air pressure just blew the yeah, handle back up. Where's it running to? Huh? Where's it running to? Get out. Is it in a 5K or? Yes. Is it a Disney 5K? Oh, it's a swim. Get it's a 5K swim. It's a 5K swim. Hey, so Winter Soldier. <laughs> Throw that down a little bit more. Winter Soldier. Why does it feel like we already missed something? Was that it? Was that I, don't, I don't remember the run mm. We only heard it six times. But. <laughs> Flash movie, Ryan Johnson. Uh-huh. Um, Disney and Sony. Hawkeye rap, mm-hmm. Secret Invasion, and the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The final finale. The finale. It's the final finale <laughs> countdown. <laughs> it's the final finale. <laughs> so we got the final. We got the finale of Winter Soldier. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> we got the finale. No, it's a drunk. Oh, baby, Richards. We got the finale of the Falcon finale. and the Winter Soldier. Did it live up to your expectations? Yes. No, if I had expectations, but sure. I mean, we got no, yeah. no Omega Red. All the investment groups I'm in, <laughs> all the flipper groups, were so, like, did the finale live up to your expectations? No, we didn't get any mutants. We didn't get Omega Red. The story sucks. This thing sucks. And then to me, like, did you watch it? No, it just sucks. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I just wanted to make sure Mephisto I bought it. wasn't there. So many people bought X-Men number four. X-Men really? Number, oh, yeah. X-Men four shot up with the rumors that 
And now they're all like, no, no, it's Black Widow. It's in Russia, it's Black Widow. I guarantee you, Marvel did not buy Fox for gajillion billion dollars or whatever. Bring over all the mutants who Kevin Feige could not give two shits about swirling in a bowl just to introduce them as a side character in a Russian a Russian side character in a movie in which he's not really in. Really in. Right. We're not not to the- only mention the fact that Black Widow wrapped filming way before the Fox deal yeah, went well, through. Everything <laughs> thinks that it's going to be the, the end credit scene, that you're going to see the tentacles come out of something or whatever. And I said, that doesn't mean anything because he doesn't tell you he's a mutant. I mean, right. hell, remember, Wanda was supposed to be a mutant when she first came into the MCU also. She was still listed as a mutant in, in the comics, and then they got rid of that. So it's like, it's just, oh, that that's hilarious to watch these guys. are just like, I bought all this stuff for Madripoor. I still love the dudes like, wait, are we really specking on first appearances of locations now? Like, are you stupid? Because <laughs> well, there's here, one, um, last week's episode... Someone posted like, "Okay, so what's the first boat? Se- what's the first boat fixing sequence in comics?" And someone, and my boss answered, "Terry and the Pirates number 57. <laughs> I said, "You know, some idiot is sitting on eBay right now, like Terry and the Pirates fifty seven. How do I get this?" You, the problem with so many people on these social media sites is they don't understand writing. They don't understand and, reality. And how to write. You should push out that uh, Colossus and Magic will be in it. <laughs> just any Russian character. The dark mm-hmm. uh, uh, Hasbro just released the Dark Star or whatever. <laughs> She's a Russian superhero. She's coming in, in Black Widow. Because the Madripoor thing was the big one. Once it got confirmed <clears throat> that they were going to Madripoor in episode four or whatever, everyone lost their minds. <laughs> thinking, that oh, we're going to be introduced to mutants there. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Viper. We're going to get... We're going to see Logan in the oh. background. Like, yes, you have Wolverine. You're going to introduce him as a cameo in the background of the fourth episode of a show on your streaming service. There's there's no reality in that. Even One I got of caught the up biggest in it. Characters. Yeah, well, even I got caught up with WandaVision where I was like, Wanda's going to be the bad guy in, in Mouth of Madness or Martian mm. of Ma- whatever, Martian of Madness, whatever the hell that is. Multiverse. Multiverse of Madness, whatever the fucking Doctor Strange do is. But the reality wow. is you're not going to have a nine-episode series that you then have to tell every moviegoer that doesn't have Disney Plus or didn't bother to watch it or just goes to see the films going, mm. hey, you got to go back and watch those nine episodes because we're not going to spend time in a film trying to explain to you why she's the villain. That's the reality of it. And that, that to me, is kind of that hit me over the head like, yeah, that's there's no you way can, they're going to do that. When you're writing, you can introduce something, but you also have to wrap up whatever you're telling Within that piece, even if you're going to have pieces of that expand out to go on to your next it's film also or something. the Easter egg in something has to make sense. Yes. And like having Logan in the back is great, but what does it mean? Having Logan in Days of Future Past when they're recruiting the team makes a ton of sense. To first have, class. Yeah, first class. What did I say? Days of Future Past? Yeah. For first class when you're yeah. watching them recruit the team yeah, and having them flip them off and everything. Yeah. Especially when they go back and make, and they make another comment about it in Days of Future Past. Yeah, Days of Future Past then takes it a little too far. Like that moment should just exist as it is. Right. It's perfect in that montage. You know, so it's just like here, why why would you have a mutant in this? Why would you have a mutant in Black Widow? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it, there's no reason. Now, the, the Russian reason- connection is the big thing, but as we could, we kind of knew from the start, really. There's nothing Russia about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No. We know we know black if someone wants to tell me make a case for Omega Red being again in the background or his tentacles come out of something in Black Widow because it takes place in Russia. Okay. 
or I'll, that they I'll fought him you, at one point in the yeah, past. I'll give you. I'll give you that that little piece. It just doesn't make any sense here. It makes no sense for this. Madripoor only makes sense because that could have been Hong Kong. Mm. That could have been, you know, well, it's no different in Myanmar uh, or in, whatever. Uh, Black Panther when they go into the city, exactly. Yeah. You know, they, it's just it almost reminds used, me of the exact same thing. It's, yeah. it's so well, it's based on Hong Kong. Yeah, it's Hong Kong if the British weren't there, right, or the Chinese. Um, they just use the name because the name's there, right? And then they decided to use the name Power Broker with someone in it. Madripoor didn't only exist in terms of the X Men. It's just that's where we kept seeing it, right? Because Wolverine. Logan, Patch, all existed in that kind of world. That's where Chris Claremont says, I want to do these kind of hard-edged stories. Mm. I'm going to put it there. I have to have like a, a seedy place for him to go to. Yeah. You've got Not those other York, characters. Yeah. yeah. You know, the only reason you'd put something like that in the background is if you were trying to tell a story that was going on at the same time as you know the Falcon and the Winter Soldier in that while they're there. Mm. But you're not going to do that where you've That's never, never introduced off. anything. Right. You've never introduced any of these mutants or anything like mm-hmm. that. So to do it now would seem out of place. It would it'd be a weird way to introduce anything. You would do it as a true Easter egg. Yes. Something that's a nod to the fans that you know where we really are. Right. You know, it's the, I can't even think of all the, what we knew as an Easter egg doesn't really exist anymore. You know, the, 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 the princess being in the, in the 1138 cage, that's an Easter egg because that's the number of his first film. Of Lucas's first film, there so are Leia those, but people it. are not recognizing the difference. No, now an Easter egg is like, oh, this is the same Zemo from Civil War. Like that's that's not an right, Easter right. egg; it's just his character. You know, right. it's like, Zemo's wearing black shoes. It's yeah. the same as the. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're right. You know, there when the Infinity Gauntlet was in the background of Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that makes was sense an Easter egg. To be there, it makes sense for us to know what it is before we knew that that was going to be the basis of the rest of the films for right. the next decade. So that makes sense. Or just anything else. The Ayagagamata was in there, yes. but it's not the real one. Correct. Um, well, even when you get to Ragnarok, when, when Helen there. goes in there and she says, this is fake, yeah. it's no longer an Easter egg. It's She's the, interacting with it. She's actually well, doing yeah, something yeah. with it. And it's to establish the fact that it wasn't... Correct. That it wasn't there. That it really was, although it did look like Thanos took it from there. I still haven't had that explained. I don't really care. But it's just interesting. Um... The final finale. The final finale. Um, In which Bucky gets the shield. Were there any surprises? No, the odd, odd no. point was when Sharon became Captain America. We'll so get cool. to Sharon in a minute. Um, not really. I thought, again, super spoilers, spoilers and spoilers, and then more spoilers and then spoilers and final spoilers. Oh my God, that is loud. Okay, Captain Kirk, I don't think we need that. You can turn that off now. It's a spoiler alert button. That's a that's a red alert on the deck of the Enterprise. Um, I thought when Sam takes Isaiah to the museum, that's where we were going to see Cap. I kind of thought that. That's where because I, I you thought Steve was going to be. There? I thought Steve was going to be there. I thought Chris because you know we know Chris like Evans, old Steve. Yes. yes. Okay. That old Steve would be there to tell him. I never knew. Mm. If I knew, things would have been different. Mm. I never knew. Yeah. Um. They, you know, they, they kept it from me or whatever. Something where he says, but I also never looked into it or whatever it is to kind of validate it. Validate the, the idea that Steve didn't do anything about it. Right. It wasn't Steve that discovered it because you want to believe that if Steve knew, he, he would have done, done the same he, thing that Sam did. Right. He would have blew the whistle like, look what we did. 
This is wrong. Yeah. Your government need, needs to be accountable. I, for this, I thought they stuff. might do that, but I was also kind of glad they didn't because it would take away from Sam's moment. With yes. If you, Isaiah. if you put cap in the film, Steve, Steve Rogers in the film or in the show, you take away from Sam becoming Captain America. I can see that except for, I don't think it diminishes it because it shows that Sam, Sam still knows Steve. That he, he's still friends with him. He right. still has a relationship with him. Because remember, Sam takes over in the comics when Steve has the serum pulled out of him. Correct. By the nail biter or whatever stupid mm-hmm. villain, the iron nail that never showed up again. Um, so there is an old Steve who becomes the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> right. That's when he also becomes the quote-unquote commander, you know, where he has the blue and white. No, that's well before that. Because that's all the way back in. I thought um, that's I th- all the way back in Avengers, the Secret was it? Avengers. Yep, because he's in the commander costume in the uh, Save the World, Don't Get Seen. Oh uh, yeah, run the mission, save the. It's, yeah, it's um. Where does the commander costume come in? Oh, isn't he the commander costume when when he comes back? Because Bucky still he leaves Bucky his cap. Because he, he, like he comes back before the trial of Captain America, right? No, the trial of Captain America is where he gets killed. They have him on trial after yeah, Civil I mean, War. Okay, yes, yes, that's true. Yes. When he comes back to life, there I believe he has the commander costume and Bucky still has the... I thought, it was the I, thought you guys, I thought you were mentioning the trial of Bucky, Bucky as Captain America of the that's trial. That's later because I think yeah. he's still Captain America. Steve but, does Steve, knows, but Steve, Steve comes goes, back before Bucky's trial. Yes, because Steve becomes... Steve goes to Secret Avengers. Right. And he has the team with Moon Knight and Sharon, Beast, yes. Shang-Chi, all, all those guys. And that all takes this, the Bugalia or whatever the bad guy, you know, the, the lawless nation is. Bulgelia or whatever it is. Baggy, I think it's Baglia or something. Baloney, basically. Baloney, yeah. yeah. Anyway, one point or the other. Bologna. He, he, Sam was still Cap when Steve was an old man. Right. And so they still had the relationship. So there is... I get an Easter egg. Sam's old. Sam takes over his cap. Cap's old. Sam's Steve's old. old. Yeah. Steve's old. Sam takes over his old, cap. Old man Sam. And he sees I I just thought again, it's not that it's not bad that it didn't happen. That's where I thought that would be that moment. Yeah. That he would be there sure. and they'd have that piece. It would be something be, that I would be like, oh, that's cool. But then again, I would think, well, that that for the fans takes away from Sam's moment. Well, but because it also you're basically for a saying like, fan. well, no, but I think Sam's moment is the fact that he he brings Isaiah to Steve, to Captain America, mm-hmm. to the legacy, and Steve saying, "This isn't my legacy anymore. It's yours, and it's and it's <clears throat> Sam's. It's everyone's. It's everyone who was a part of this. Every person who died in that program that Isaiah is the only survivor of, they're a part of Captain America, and the stain that that would put on the Captain America program, the serum program." is out there for Americans to make their de- their decision as to what happened in that program. That the information is out there, that the facts are out there of what they went through. That Isaiah did have super, have, have, you know, and we still don't know. Like, what did they do with Isaiah exactly? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they experimented off, on, on him after it worked. How does he get away from that? But also, like, it seems like everyone thinks he's dead. Yes. So there's that Steve gets to meet him and they have that moment to me still makes sense. It's Sam bringing him to meet Steve to have it's because Sam's got to deal with this. You know, a lot of this was 
what they're, they're dealing with their past, what Bucky has to deal with. If Steve is still alive, Steve deserves to know what happened when he was in the ice. Mm-hmm. And when he's in the ice, they came up with this serum. And now this is the second terrible thing that happened with the serum. Mm-hmm. Tony's parents are killed for the serum by Bucky because everyone's looking for this serum. Everyone's looking for the next Captain America. If he doesn't go into the ice, the world's a much different place. Mm. And it may be people coming after him and trying to kill him and trying to experiment him and trying to do all the different things that ended up being done anyway to Bucky, to Isaiah, to these Russian guys from, from, from Civil War, to the people that are in Carly's group, to the Flag Smashers, to Carly, to all, everyone has this. And we end up with a, a series in which the only person that doesn't have Super Soldier Serum is Sam. And he's now Captain America. Mm. So... It, you, it's for, not a terrible thing that doesn't happen. I think it still would have worked if it was there. It's not, so that's the reality of it, and just we'll move forward from there. It is a touching moment um, to kind of have Isaiah turn to some degree, I guess. Right, and that's what I was saying is that having Cap there, I understand for the lineage of the shield and the lineage of the serum and of Captain America, to have that interaction between Steve Rogers and Isaiah could be really cool to have. But for what Isaiah, where Isaiah is within his life, having a white man validate him, I don't it's think. It's not validating him. It's, a, it's, it's, Captain Ro- it's Steve Rogers, Captain America, admitting, I didn't know when I came back. Basically apologizing for not being no, able I understand to. No, I'm not even apologizing. It's, it's, it's almost exonerating him, saying, if I knew, I would have, I'm glad Sam found out. And the fact is, remember, Sam is not the one who knows. It's Cap. Or, so, excuse me, it's Bucky. Bucky's the one that knows Isaiah. So even then, Bucky never told Steve. Correct. Whatever small portion they had together before Steve goes back in the timeline and puts all the hammers and stones back and then goes back to 1940 and says, you had a different husband, Peggy, but guess what? Boom, let's do this. And then is sitting there and gives the shield to somebody else. And, he, and what we can kind of tell is that he told Bucky beforehand this is what was going to happen and all that. There's never a moment where Bucky says, by the way. So I found out some stuff. You and I aren't the only ones with... Yeah, there's a lot of super soldier serum out there. Let's and... take 10 minutes to run down this list. Exactly. And that's that's part of it, because they don't spend a lot of... It, it's right. kind of intimate. There's not a lot of time together. Obviously, they had time before the funeral. They have time after the funeral before Steve gets back up on the pad and goes to return everything. So, and, and you know, when you're writing Endgame, you're probably not thinking about all this kind of stuff. Correct. I'm sure when they were writing Endgame, they're like, we have no idea if Isaiah is ever going to show up. Um, they probably didn't have any idea that, exactly, at I that mean, point is, that they were going to you know, do Endgame's Isaiah. two years old now, and mm-hmm. it was probably written four years ago. So it's just a moment that's there. It's not a validation, I think, in, e- in either way. I think it's just a moment to see two Captain America, you know, basically three Captain Americas standing in one spot, and all of them being heroes, but also acknowledging that there are bad things that have happened. And they didn't do what, well, at least for Steve's like, there's nothing else I could have done. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have. Isaiah probably feels the same way. Yeah. You know, if he would have thought like, if it only had worked earlier so that I could save everybody else before they died. But Cap wasn't even there. He That's was on the saying. ice when, when they but, were doing this. But to know that the thing was, is when he comes out of the ice, he works for S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield right. You know, Nick never told me. No one told me any of this. And, and here's my bad. I never looked into it. Mm. I never thought I should find out what happened afterwards because especially after Winter Soldier. Did they copy me? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Bucky has super strength. It's not just the arm. 
Right. So he's had some sort of he has enhancement. He, he's a he's a super soldier. Right. Yeah, and whatever enhancement. So definitely after Winter Soldier. He after Winter Soldier, it's it. like okay, you know, and and he's he's obviously looking for. I mean, you could almost say something of like I got obsessed with trying to find my friend and not realizing the implications of what Bucky was mm. as the Winter Soldier, as someone who has super strength, as someone who has the elements of a super serum. Mm. If he has it, who else had it? Right. Well, remember, Ross was trying to work on getting the super, the super serum back during uh, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that's that's what Banner was supposed to be working Banner on. Banner was it's working some on some sort yeah. of super mm-hmm. serum. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff that came in, in the comics are the same way. There's a lot of bad things that came out of trying to replicate Erskine's work. And, you know, so much of this was about who the serum's in. Because in here, the best person in this series is the person who doesn't have serum in him, in right. Sam. You know, Bucky turns out to be a hero, but he mentions, I did a lot of stuff with the, that serum. All the other people that have serum are bad guys, mm. or at least someone who's kind of bad, yeah. and there then everybody no hates Steve him. Rogers. Yeah, like and then said. he gets slapped on the shoulder like, thanks for not killing those flag smashers right there. Okay. <laughs> see you later, John. You got it, Cap. We'll see you later. You know, whatever. <laughs> that was a weird moment. Yeah. Um. So that's, I mean, we talked about it last week and we talked about the other week, kind of like the, what we're talking about in here and what the series means. And it's the stuff that they talked about it. But yeah, there is no other Steve Rogers. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's ever, um, sure does Zemo, like- Zemo saying, you know, there's never been a good thing that happens with a, with super serum. It, they always turn out to be fascist. And what about Steve Rogers? And he's like, touche, but there's never been another Steve Rogers. Right. If there's another Steve Rogers, maybe it's Sam. And Sam doesn't need the serum in order to be, goes back to what we were talking about in terms of like everything special of out of for you came out of a bottle when Tony's mm-hmm. you know uh, retort to him in Avengers right no the bottle was given to the perfect person the person right. who, who would attach to it and it's almost like it well, it's, his, like, it's his Mjolnir. It, yeah. it's he's worthy of the serum he's the serum they chooses say him it. whatever yeah they, the they flag say, it. say it right? well no but even in Captain America first Avenger they say oh, yeah, yeah. you know when, when when he's having the Erskine com- says it. When Ers- yeah. Erskine and him having a conversation. The good get Steve better, ba- the bad get worse. And Steve yeah. basically is saying, you know, why me? Mm-hmm. You know, these other people are bigger, stronger, you know, that have been fighting more. And he says, because you're a good man. Right. He tells him that you, the small guy, you're the small guy that knows what it's what it's like to be bullied. Yes. You know what the responsibility of this serum is going to you know allow you to do not the you you know the advantages without having the the spoils of it he also mm. tells him that he's he's a good man not a good soldier he's not right. looking for the mm. perfect soldier he's looking for the perfect man right and the dichotomy of that is what we get in john walker Correct. walker's the soldier right walker needs that duty he needs that responsibility steve never wanted it he took it he's superman he's yeah. like i never want to be cap Right, but someone's got to be Cap, and it might as well be me. But he wanted and to I go do, do his duty with it, yeah. But the thing that Cap did, yes, is his duty. But his duty was to save lives. Yes. When you get to Winter Soldier, and he's working for Shield, he obviously has a problem with it. Correct. He goes to Sam and says, "I'm thinking of getting out." Or Sam asks him, "Like, you think of getting out?" Yeah. No. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. He's never known what it's like not to take. In that film, is when he becomes the Cap we know and love. Right. Because he's someone who's like. I'm the leader now. I'm taking our own responsibility. Everything in Civil War. When I watch Civil War, the way he says, what if we have to be somewhere and we can't go? Or what if we get sent somewhere where we can't be? We can't let other people make those decisions. For himself saying, I'm going to make that decision. As the head of this team Mm. that has a witch, 
two flying dudes with machine guns and a freaking robot who could probably crack the earth in half if he really thought about it. They all looked at me and say, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go to Laos. We're going to go to Myanmar. We're not going to go to Russia. We're not going to go to Canada. We're going to stop this, but we're not going to stop that. It's up to him. Mm-hmm. Said, I can't have a government tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I can't have a government telling superheroes what's right and what's wrong. When they make the wrong decision, we need to be the ones that stop that wrong decision. Right. If Rhodes loses his mind and gets a whole bunch of armor together, and he's like, I'm going to go just blow up all of the insurgents in, in Iraq, we're the ones that have to stop him from doing that because that's not the right thing to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't play judge, jury, and executioner with an entire group of terrorists that he knows nothing about. Whatever. Or if the government sent him in. Exactly. Or if the government tells Steve, you're going to go to, you and your team are going to go to Afghanistan. You can end this war in five seconds. Right. Which is basically what Walker's talking about. What, what Battlestar tells him. Think of how many lives we could have said if you had that serum five years ago or whatever. Mm. Well, why didn't they send Cap there? Why didn't they? It's all those kind of questions mm. that you have. Remember, Cap's, in, Cap's a U.S. citizen. He's not a part of the military anymore. Right. Even Sam isn't in this either. You know, so he's like a contractor mm. that works with them. But you know, they talked about themselves that they're. Well, independent. Sam was retired when we first meet him, anyway. Right, but he goes on that. He's he's basically contracted by the U.S. Air Force to do that first yeah. mission and all and the stuff that he's doing. But they become a private contractor. Yeah, Walker for, isn't. Yeah. Walker is a member of the U.S. military still. He takes yeah. orders for where he goes. He's ordered to stop the flag smashers. Sam and Bucky say we need to stop them. Yeah, and he yeah. was lucky he wasn't court-martialed. They even say it. You can't court-martial Captain Steve Rogers. You can't court-martial Sam Wilson because they weren't part of active military. That's mm-hmm. also, in the beginning, they tell them it's also their deniability. Right. If, if Although Sam, Bucky if seems to have a lot of clearance to be able yeah, just to... That's the first one. And it was like, well, he's, when he goes to Europe and he's just on, it was like... How did Bucky just walk onto an airbase? I mean, look, the man was a wanted criminal five years ago. <laughs> it was funny, this last one where the Bucky's police going up is like, oh, hey, Mr. Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, what in the world? That's when you start to enter that altered reality of the superhero universe. Is The last time everybody saw Bucky's picture on a TV, he had blown up the UN. <laughs> you know, or whatever. He blew up a UN building in Berlin or whatever. And so you're like, Wait. And they even say Bucky, Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. Yes. Yeah. The Winter Soldier, James Buchanan, Bucky Barr. <laughs> and then, and again, with our, in the reality of our situation, we still remember people, even when they're exonerated. Yeah. You know, the headline is, person does bad thing. The retraction six weeks later is buried on the 12th page uh-huh. on the bottom. By the way, that person's totally innocent. You know, there's still a bunch of people that think uh, Richard Jewell blew up at Centennial Park. Right. Like it's been proven over and over again. He didn't do it. <laughs> He's actually... Hence why the movie came yeah, out. Yeah, when the movie so, came out, yeah. I was like, people still think he blew it up. He didn't. It wasn't him. It was somebody else. <laughs> um, the Boston Marathon bomber, though, that was totally Richard Jewell. He went up there like, I'm not really going to blow it up. <laughs> I got to live up to my name. Yeah. What do you think of the costume? I liked it. I'm it's glad that, I mean, they, it's right off the page, which Absolutely. is one of the first times they've kind of done that. Yep. I mean, there's some pieces in it, but they usually kind of tone it down or whatever. It's really bright. Yeah. I think it works. I think the most important thing is Sam fits that role. Yes. And Anthony Mackie fits that role. Yes. yes. I want to say with that suit being like almost completely white, out of all the explosions that he went through and everything, it came out pretty clean. You know yes. I mean, like uh, for a the, white suit, it would have the, to wi- be- the wings have like Tide Pods on them. Right? I guess. Tide pad. As he's flying, you just see him. <laughs> he's got a Tide eraser. <laughs> he's just, he's he just like, says, oh. red, red Wing, clean me up. Yeah. Which I now mean, he has just, two Red Wings. Yeah. Yeah, does he have three of them? 
What's they might the, have three. Were there two that popped off the sides and one in the middle? I don't remember. One's red wing and one's maroon wing. Wow. Nope. Tell, you tell me to get out. Uh, <laughs> Why wouldn't the other one be blue wing? Because no they're both Whoa. red wings. It's just different shades of red. I just want him to have like a real falcon that he can see through. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> okay. And you're like, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense. Uh, just give him enough pe- uh, pio- uh, peyote. So we we found out that John Walker isn't a very good welder either. <laughs> it was pretty decent. Yeah, well, I mean, he's it, not it, working with. I mean, he's getting he punched by a super soldiers. So <laughs> just crappy you, metal. Yeah, did he run out and find some lead? I mean, come on, that's probably all tin made from garbage cans. <laughs> and by the way, those armored he found trucks. he found the trash can lid that Steve used back in the fifth <laughs> or back in the fourth. It's in the museum. You just see you see it missing, and then like. The ghost of Stanley. Oh, I am so fired. <laughs> I lost another piece of Captain. America. Uh, the the armored trucks when they're on fire, the people are probably safer inside, right? <laughs> getting yeah, they out. always said that. Uh, it was interesting because yesterday, the day before, I saw an armored truck. <clears throat> armored trucks now have like no doors in the front, right? It's just a door, a big locked door on the side. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, mm. there's no doors for the cab anymore. Huh. Well, it's only like, one way in, one way yeah, out. I was yeah. like, this is crazy. Wow. I gotta look at that now. Yeah, it was it's a crazy. Brinks truck somewhere, and I was like, I'm looking at the, the driver's side. Yeah. And, I'm like, and Chris this now is, is on the list for Brinks. <laughs> <laughs> that, I have You're to admit, though, that shot of of Sam carrying Carly's body in mm. was an amazing shot. Mm. That was pretty good. I, I felt like angelic in mm-hmm. a sense, yeah. you know, like she's dead, but this is the angel carrying her over or something. Right. So I kind of saw that imagery out of it, especially because he wanted to save her so much. That in a speech, then, dude. Yeah. The, his speech was was mm-hmm. brilliant. That was yeah, again, good. If it's anybody, Anthony Mackie, given that, yeah, you just don't buy it. Yeah. You know, or a few people besides Anthony Mackie is like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Well, I feel like they needed to make sure that he's he does something like that. To give it because they always talked about uh, in other films like uh, Endgame, for example, when Ant Man and uh, Rocket are talking, and Chris Evans gives his speech right before they go, and he's like, "Oh, he's really good at that." Yeah, you're like, "Well, it's the it's the <laughs> did you did you write that or did you just think it up right now?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. And that's because that's who he is, and that's who he learned from. Yeah, you know the the, the all those speeches, but this, the Winter Soldier speech. You know, when he's in the S.H.I.E.L.D. facility, is amazing. Yeah. yeah. The price of freedom is high, but it's a price I'm willing to pay. And I bet others are willing to pay it, too. Yeah. You know, and then everybody shoots each other. Um, <laughs> so it's got that. No, it's, it's, it all kind of comes together in a, in a mm-hmm. good, you know, it started a little slow in terms of the series and we kind of got into it and the things. I kind of wish we There's saw a lot more of, of the, the therapist again. Yeah, um, I liked how they wrapped up the therapist. So. Yeah, uh, you know, we get to see Bucky admit what he did to the the Asian gentleman there, mm-hmm. and then and then look at his date and went, "Well, that would have been fun," and just leave. But here's the thing, because Beth asked me this question. She goes, "Why didn't they show the result of?" Hold on. Why didn't they show the result of Buck of Bucky's interaction with him? Because whatever they would have showed you. They you wouldn't you wouldn't have bought it. Yes, whatever it was, I whatever, you, don't you, need whatever you put in your head, that's yep. the reaction. Yep. If they would have been, if it would have been him cursing him out, cursing Bucky out, you're like, but he just. If it was him, like I forgive you. Why? Yep. You just saw he shot your son in cold blood. 
because he witnessed something he wasn't supposed the to witness. The shot right after that where you see Bucky outside the window not go into the restaurant is so telling. To me, it's it's he knows. The, the closure is that he has the truth. Again, the closure is he does have the truth, but you also see him, the old man smile when he's with the girl, you know, and they're drinking sake. You see that that Bucky doesn't need to go in there and be a part of their group or part of it because he, he can't. Well, yeah, he's going to ruin it. Right. Well, but, originally, the reason why he was, you know, befriending the old man was because he felt bad because about Because of his guilt, yes. It was for him, so now not it's the kind old of, man. It's been done, and he's going to be like, well, I have to respect him and leave him alone now. Right, but he could see, you could also see with the old man that he's got closure now because you see him smile yeah. at the end. And that, yeah, uh, when he when really he's with the girl and she's giving yeah. him a sake, when he turns his head back around, he's smiling. Well, and that's when you see Bucky step back away from the window mm-hmm. and keeps walking back where he goes out of focus. Yeah. Because he now knows the old man has closure. And it wasn't a, it's not so much about Bucky trying to befriend him to make up for it. It's that right. what the old man needed was the truth. Yeah. Right. And now he lost a friend. So. Yeah, but you. But the very next scene after that is you see Bucky with Sam, and he's laughing. Well, yeah. So yeah. now Bucky has gotten his closure. Well, too. there's also right. you see you see her, him with the old man, and then the woman that he had gone on the date with. Right. He just replaces her with Sam's sister. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be those kids' dad. I like that, but that means so funny. <laughs> um, that's the next one. It's gonna be Sam's sister in the middle of the winter. Soldier. So then. We finally got John Walker becoming U.S. agent. Mm-hmm. We got the costume and everything. Which, like I told you guys, I'm going to find out who she is. So I know who she is now. <laughs> Julia Lewis, Dreyfus' Sorry, you know character. character? Yeah. You know who she is? Yeah. I don't think that they're going to go with the Madam Hydra side of it. Because she's not Madam Hydra for very long in the comics. Don't they make mention of Leviathan at some point in the MCU? I thought I remember seeing that. I believe they have mentioned like, Leviathan. Yeah. Okay. Matter of fact, I think it's in Captain America. Winter it's like Soldier. in one of the background on the computer screens or something. I think I remember seeing something about Leviathan. Um, her story is weird. Yes, because she's definitely a part of Shield for a long time, and then she turns on Nick. Yeah, she's the darker Nick Fury. Yes, who literally turns to the other side yes. and becomes a Hydra agent or reveals herself a Hydra agent. When I saw the name, I was like. Oh, I know that story. And I'm trying to remember a lot of that story. I remember Nick finding out that she's that she's a double agent and that she's been working, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And so I knew that she had ties with S.H.I.E.L.D., which, of course, S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't exist in this universe now the way that, that we, we think it does. However, it it's a lot not, smaller. It, well, it's, it's not even really mentioned anywhere mm-hmm. outside of the show that kind of isn't acknowledged anywhere. Outside of Age of Ultron, yeah, for half a second. Um, but it's obviously the, the the way that they put her in is that she is a connected person. Whether she's connected to Shield, whether she's connected to the government and the military, whether she's connected to Hydra or whatever Hydra is, mm-hmm. we obviously know her as a character who can get stuff done. And the way that she puts it together, she feel it definitely feels like she is a member of the U.S. government, or at least the U.S. intelligence. Yeah. Because he is a U.S. agent. He's now an official agent mm-hmm. of some sort of... It feels like he's a black ops agent. You know, yeah. He's going to be with the CIA, whatever S.H.I.E.L.D. is. You know, something 
not necessarily above the board. But she also knows something's coming because she makes that comment of the world for whatever's coming is going to get weird and the world's not going to need a Captain America. They're going to need a U.S. agent. Mm-hmm. When she you know, gives him the name and thing. That, that, so that kind of makes it seem like, well, maybe she's working for whatever Hydra might be now. Because, and the other side of that is that she keeps saying, don't call, my name's Val, but don't call me Val. Mm. Kind of implying that maybe she's want you know, we're going to go with the Madam Hydra thing. Mm-hmm. But I, kinda, I just felt like a quirk to me. It does feel like a cork, and it could, be, it, could be, lot, yeah. it could be kind of a nod thing. I think they take that character, and they kind of cork it a little to have Julia Louise Dreyfus play it. Sure. You know, if that's Sigourney Weaver, it's a different character. Oh, totally. You know, it's it's just something where if you're going to hire her to do it, that's the kind of character you want to put forward where she has those little quirks uh-huh. and those little things that she says, you know, call me Val, but don't call me Val. And it was, well, maybe I didn't, or maybe I didn't. She's got a lot of that double, mm-hmm. the double speak, which makes me feel like a double agent. So here's what I'm thinking she is. And hear me out before you say anything. I think she's working for Ross to create his own version of the Avengers, which would be the Thunderbolts. I feel like Ross would never put together a group of superheroes. I think I think at the point where he if knows he that the av- weapons. Yes. That's the whole point of the Hulk. Yeah, but... Well, the... the there's two things. Is, two, is the second thing is we have no idea what Ross is anymore. We do know that he's going to. He is in Black Widow. Black Widow is a long time ago. Correct, but it, that makes sense. There, the last time we saw Ross was in Infinity War. And we don't see him in Endgame. He's not a part of the Council, so we don't know if he's even blipped or anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it's an end game because when when Cap and them walk in, he says, oh, we're supposed to just forgive you now and welcome you back or something. That's Infinity says, War. We're, we're here to save you. Yeah, that's I know Infinity that's, War. That's Infinity War. No, no, I'm trying to figure we out. We only see him in Infinity War. We do not see him in Endgame. Doesn't right. mean he doesn't exist. Doesn't mean he doesn't have anything. We, well, have, we so we know, know he his... didn't blip because he's there after the blip. No. Yes. When Cap where? and them walk in after Infinity, the blip's already happened. No. At the that's end. when they come back when they bring Vision The blip back. happens at the very end of Infinity War. So, yeah, okay. So we don't know if That Ross... scene is when they show up when Rhodey is talking to Ross right. and they show up at the compound because uh, Vision, is... Vision is hurt. And right. if Ross sees them, he's like, well, arrest them. And he yeah. thinks the things like, that's a court-martial. That's the last time we see Ross. Yeah, we don't see Ross right. again. There's yeah. no, Ross is not an in, in, in Endgame. We don't know his exact role, right? Because he's not the council or defense council or whatever Black Widow's part of, head of, whatever you want. He's not there. They're all warriors. Yeah, that's the thing. They're all they're all fighters. It's not there's not any kind of well, leadership I'm thinking, there. Because I'm thinking because you have you have a few characters now that were part of the Thunderbolts. You have Zemo. You have Bucky. Um. Totally different time frames, though. They are completely different. And the different, the different types. But, of but, it was, that but it with is. the NC, within the MCU, you could work it together. It depends on what you want to use the Thunderbolts for. The Thunderbolts have been two completely different things. And the you Thunderbolts could use have US been agent. the villains because the Avengers disappeared. Baron Zemo's like, let's get everybody together and we we'll get everybody to trust us, and then we'll fuck them all over. Right. And then it became Suicide Squad without the bomb in the neck. Right. And then it became really Suicide Squad without the bomb in the neck <laughs> when you have Dark Reign. Right. With with Harry. Right. With Osborne being the head of uh, Hammer or whatever, it's it's a yes. completely so. But then when you have Bucky come back teams, in, and they're more of a 
secret Avengers type team. Yeah. So it depends on what you want to, what you would do with it. I think the U.S. agent is simply the U.S. agent. He is a, a he's, the he's not a part of the military. Cap. He is a part of a clandestine group because yeah. he has a super serum now. He's not the soldier that became Captain America. He's not the, you know, he doesn't have a rank anymore. He doesn't have any of this. His his partner is dead. Right. You know, whatever Contessa wants to use him for or whatever organization she works for that wants to, that she's bringing him into, he is going to be, you know, something out of the books. And it still, t- it all takes place within a government building. That's sure. the thing. Is that, that last scene is within a government building. So well, she so has some the sort same of ex- building or the yeah, same. Well, that's what happens when you have a budget. Yeah, I know. <laughs> When you're like, do we want do we want a couple more shots of the wings, or do we want to try and rent out a different hall? Let's do one or the other, you know. So that's maybe, the maybe she's a scroll and she's using John Walker as her human agent to get having, around through stuff. Having Secret Invasion come puts everyone into question for anyone who right. knows who that is, yes. right? Because there's one other that he said yesterday or the day before. Yeah, who Walker? No, no. we'll get to we're, so. Um, yeah, so that was just uh, the, when just with, with with knowing the Val character, the Contessa character, mm. I knew that maybe they may not go with the the Hydra thing. They could, but it could also Hydra. you've already so. done Hydra, but this could also be an easy way to to start the foundation to build to the Thunderbolts. It's not like Hydra goes away. No, I mean, no you cut no, off no. one head and two retake its place. So. But it's not, I just thought head was you know whoever was in the stupid series, and then it was. You know, now it's Baron Zemo and the right. chick from Seinfeld. I just thought it, it's an interesting twist, you know, because I mean, we can also see that they're starting to possibly build towards a Young Avengers because you're, you're starting to see some of these characters, mm-hmm. you know, at least the names of these characters, mm-hmm. you know, appear in the shows. You know, um, Wanda had her children that were yeah. part of the Young Avengers. This one had the Patriot. You know, they have Isaiah's grandson. You know, have Kate oh, Bishop yeah. in the Hawkeye Kate Bishop's in the, yeah. Cassie is I going. Forgot about that. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with Loki at the end of the season. And That's Loki right. could end up being Kid Loki. By Maybe the end a way of the to, yeah. to continue to use Loki without having to pay Tom Hiddleston. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, no, and that's true. That's, that's part of exactly it. I mean, what I was thinking. You can have a Hawkeye series and pay. Uh, um, what's that? Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld instead of Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just because one of them is going to be a lot cheaper than and the you other. Have Cassie. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, Cassie. You're, not to mention, you're going to have Riri at one point. You're also going to have. You know, America Chavez. America Chavez. And then you also have... Um, Any of those characters can get introduced uh, Captain Marvel as well. Or Miss Marvel. Yeah. And if you don't have an Avengers team, that might be where they kind of... You know, if they do the Thunderbolts idea, that the Thunderbolts come around like, well, the Avengers aren't here anymore because they're on another world that Franklin right. Richards created with his mind because he's a mutant, but we're not going to pretend to that. Uh, that could be that. You know, the young Avengers are like, there isn't a team to protect the world, and that's going to be us. Because yeah. mm-hmm. that's what young Avengers <laughs> starts with, is the Avengers have uh-huh. disbanded um, after um, dis- disassembled. Mm. And this group gets together. They don't call themselves the young Avengers. They kept getting called the young Avengers because they all kind of matched up with Different people, so yeah, you can use if they decide to interview introduce that. And it, some of it is you lay these things down, not knowing where they're going to go. They're just there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just you like know, you again, can bring. It's not like when when you were writing the Avengers film, you had no idea that the Russo brothers were going to do the last three. Right. right. You know, you're just like we know we're doing this, and Joss is waiting to do the second one. Yeah. And we know we want to do Civil War, but he's not going to do Civil War because he got all mad because he didn't have more talking scenes or whatever. 
or he wasn't going to do it in the first place. You know, yeah. the the kind of thing that Sebastian's always said that the the urban myth of it is the Rooster Brothers did the Winter Soldier. The fan reaction was so great. The internal reaction was so great. Like, what would you do next? Put a folder down, flip it open. Like, yeah. this is everything we they do. Have it, yeah. Knowing that we knew we were going to get the Infinity Gauntlet at some point, and we knew we were going to get Civil War. This is how we would do it, right? Okay, well, this makes a lot of sense. He's not. Joss isn't signed for Avengers three, so f it. We're going to have you guys do the rest of it. Yeah. But <laughs> as good writers do, I'll go back and look at lines and everything. The title for Endgame came out of Avengers Ultron. Yep. It's what Tony says. Mm. You know, when when the the next time the aliens come, that's the end game. Mm. Which next time the aliens came, it was the end game. Um, <laughs> so, well, you know, that, that's there's pieces that they'll lay well, down now. I mean, you introduce characters because someone else can pick them up. Yeah. Which is like you could have the Fantastic Four have been out on, you know, in outer space somewhere, and now, you know, Reed and Sue had the kids. Yeah. And when they come in and when you introduce them, now you reintroduce the whole family with the kids there. You know, and you don't have to go into. And you have Chris Evans play Johnny Storm, <laughs> um, and then and then Michael B. Jordan shows up, and he's another Johnny Storm. <laughs> and you get two Sue Storms going at it. And then Michael Chiklis comes back yeah, as a thing. Yeah, I don't think they're hiring Jessica Alba anytime soon. <laughs> Much to Ethan's chagrin. Uh, it's it, it's Did they've turned the, they've turned films into episodic television. Yes. And so you put stuff out there, even if it's Easter eggs or little pieces, because someone else, and now there's no slowing this down. I mean, you, you, Disney slash Marvel, Disney slash Star Wars, they have that thing going, this isn't going away. Mm. We've got another decade of this. We don't think, you know, all of a sudden, a year from now, Black Widow's going to do four bucks at the theater. You know, you can plan for a decade. You can put stuff in place going, whoever's next, here you go. Here's Here's, here's Contessa. Here's USA because we're the only good game in here's town this, anyway. Yeah. So. Here's, here's 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 Kate. Here's Cassie. Here's all these people. We blip Cassie so she's older than we thought she'd be. She's a perfect age to play stature. Mm. Bloom, bloom, bloom. All these pieces, and then when you're a writer that's writing Avengers ten, whatever the hell the next one is six, fourteen, five. You're like, you five. know what? I'm going to use. Well, they introduced Kamala in that TV series. They introduced Sam. I'm going to take Cassie too. I'm gonna take War Machine, and in War Machine we got we got Riri. Uh, let's take a scroll, put that in. There. I mean, just whatever. Mm-hmm. So you can you can play with those pieces later that someone else laid the foundation for as episodic television works. And that's why anyone who says that George Lucas sat down in 1975 and went, "I know what all three films are going to be," is an idiot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen that way. He also didn't write all three films. <laughs> no, but he did have a, a yellow pad with an outline. He had basically. an outline that he threw away. Yeah, <laughs> and when he went back in time. I was like, I'm going to make those first three films. He looked at what his outline was and like, eh, that sucks. Let's do something stupid. Boom, right there. <laughs> bugs. <laughs> bugs. Um, it's like a sequel about bugs. Speaking <laughs> of laying the foundation, mm-hmm. so we had the... That's a porno. <laughs> we had Our, the mid-credit scene with Sharon Carter being pardoned and being reinstated as Agent Carter, mm-hmm. which is the first time they've ever called her Agent Carter. It was? I, yeah. thought, I I thought that too at first. But she I, says thought, it though in Winter she Soldier. She says she's Peggy's niece. No, when uh, when Bucky starts shooting into the apartment and she comes in, she she's tells a, Cap, "I'm the, Agent Carter." No, no, that's it's Agent Thirteen. Oh, when she's on, she the, says she's on the the radio or whatever, calling for backup. Yeah, okay. she says she's Agent Thirteen, which is a nod to 
What she, like whatever she was. Okay. She was okay. Well, that was what. Yeah, in the yeah. comic book, she's Agent Thirteen. No, I thought she said Agent Carter. No, no, she never. Because remember, Cap doesn't know her last name. Mm. Because he's surprised at the funeral when she gets up and finds out that she's Peggy's niece. When when and she has out with her. <laughs> yes, during Civil War, when at the Peggy's funeral, she stands and she's well. Now we will hear from her niece, and she gets up and she's standing mm-hmm. there, and Cap's looking at her like, "What the hell?" And she looks at him like, "Oh, well, you know, I've been trying to make it on my own without you know yeah. going through my aunt's name. This is the first time they actually call her Agent Carter." And they, they even make reference to, you know, carrying on the legacy of your aunt mm. at that point. But she walks out, and we find out she's the power broker. Anyone didn't see that coming. But we knew she was the power yeah. broker earlier. Before, no, yes, when she did. walks out with Carly. Yep. Yes. We, we yeah. know, but we know she's a power broker, yes. We Which, find out in this episode that she yes. is the power, yes. power broker for sure because we have the moment in the last episode where she's on the phone with someone, and we pretty much figured out it is Batrock. Yes, but she's paying Batrock to mm-hmm. to to. Did anyone not think that being, she was the the power broker? Not until the last episode. I didn't think so. Yeah. But the phone I th- call. I the chick that they killed was the power broker. No, she never says she's the power broker. She's, she's always that, a, she's, she's always identified as working for the power broker. Yeah, she's an intermediate. Mm-hmm. Um, from who she was, you kind of wondered if it was when she makes the phone call, and you kind of put together that it's Batrock that she calls. In my head was. Batrock's there not to kill Sam, right. but to kill Carly. Yes. Because Carly knows. Right. And Carly Carly will expose her to save her own life because she's trying to find Carly. Yes. I mean, it says it right there. It's like, we've been trying to find her and kill her. Right. Or, or she either comes back with me or I kill her. And then, and then she, she kills- even tells Batrock, you're going to, it's killing two birds with one stone. Yep. Um, he, can kill Sam, he can kill Sam and he can kill, make sure that Carly either comes back dead or alive. Right. So at the end of this, she gets on the phone as she's walking down the stairs from you know being reinstated, saying that you know whoever she's talking to now we have access to. She says, "Line up the buyers. Yes. I have access mm-hmm. to government secrets and weaponry that you are." I think she just says government secrets or something. Informa- government information and secrets that that people will want to pay for. Right, mm-hmm. right. If you so, I said Wanda was the bad guy. It turns out Sharon's bad. <laughs> I say Sharon's a scroll. I say Sharon's the catalyst for armor wars. I think I think you're right. I think she's in it because Stark Tech would still be in government hands. Yeah, you know he he didn't get rid of all of it. So well, especially with Rhodey, yeah, uh, being um, within the unit uh, with the government. Yeah, I'm Rhodey, sure that he's Rhodey got some has... Stark Tech that after watching her in Winter Soldier, and especially after Cap's speech when she's in uh, when in the control room. It's and, and what she does for them in Civil War. Well, you have to remember. Yes, I remember. I know what you're going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say because I've already thought about this. Yes, that five years of being in isolation and being a fugitive can change a person. She's either one working as a double agent. That's what I think. Or she's a scrawl. Or she's someone who had her government betray her. Sure, you well, can, because yes. she's she to me is the flip side of Carly's coin, totally. Because Carly had the blip coming back, all these people get these people back, and I'm screwed now. Yes, you know everything. She's she's the flip side of Monica. She's the flip side of Wanda. We came back. I didn't get my vision back. Monica comes back. My mom is dead. How do I move forward? Her thing of moving forward. She didn't get blipped. She's right. like she had to I deal got, with what she was I left got, with. I got, I got 
branded a traitor by the U.S. government. You guys came back. You're all fine. Bucky has a full pardon. Yes. Natasha says Bucky killed a ton of people. He continued to kill a ton of people. He tried to kill Nick. He kills a bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. He takes a dude out of a Quinjet and throws him off a carrier. <laughs> he throws a dude into a Quinjet. Yes. He, he just <laughs> blowing people up. He throws a grenade into the thing. What is it? He has a pardon, but all Sharon did, here's your shield, here's your wings, go fix stuff. Yeah. And she's labeled a traitor. And she's she's thrown out. We don't see her after. And even with Civil, Civil War. Yes. Mm-hmm. So even through Civil War... I mean, we find out afterwards in, in, in Infinity that's when, War. That's when Steve kisses her. Yeah. yeah and no, and I Bucky that, and Sam though. are in the car. That's and all she does. Is she, slips, she slips the information to Steve. Opens you the know, trunk. She, she, <laughs> turns on, she turns on the audio so he can hear what turns into a major fight. So it's not like nobody even knows she did it. Mm. She steals the shield and the bird costume <laughs> and gives it back to two people who become mm. fugitives of the law and continue to be for all that time between Civil War and Infinity War. Mm. Uh, Clint is let out of the raft with a pardon. Yes. On a parole, probation. Ant-Man, Steve Lang, is allowed to leave the raft. She cannot step foot onto onto U.S. soil without no, being arrested. No, I understand what you're saying. I've thought about it, yes. So to come to this point, she's playing the long game. And that's maybe this is all she cares about. I don't think we're going to see. I don't think we're going to get secret invasion and the idea that they've been scrolls for years. No, because again, remember the scrolls aren't bad guys. I think since right. the blip. But here's the thing: the scrolls aren't bad guys. That's the problem with it. With secret invasion, yes. Well, they've totally. Been, they've been introduced as good guys. Yeah, I'm sure there's and a the, faction or well, whatever. Yeah, that's right. where I think they're going to go. Is there's going to be two warring factions of scrolls? Yeah, but I don't. I don't think we're going to see the replacements be someone that's been there for ten years. No, because I mean, of, you might see one or two. The only thing that I don't think we'll see that is because one, there's too many cop outs. That was the whole. That was the whole <laughs> civil war thing with Tony. He was like, oh, they're going to cop out because he's going to be a scroll instead. Like, no. Mm. He erased his brain up until just before Civil War and then said, let's still do the same thing. I was like, oh, it's forgiven, Tony. Come on, hug it out, brother. Let's go. And then Steve finds out that he has mind wiped by Doctor Strange in New Avengers and gets all pissed off. Remember, the Skrulls have been on Earth since 1994. Yes, but they're also, the Skrulls are a part of, if Nick Fury knows the Skrulls are in a satellite ship that's kind of a backup to S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't think Nick's there having people replace, you know, Sharon or whatever. Because then the other thing is, where has Sharon been for the last five years? Sure. You know, did they kill her? What if she's working for Nick? What if that was Nick on the phone? I doubt it. I I don't see a point to that. It's only Um. if Nick has, because the problem with that is far from home. Yes. That everyone we know is Nick Fury or we think is Nick Fury is still working in the intelligence community with a connection to the U.S. government. If you're telling me Nick had disappeared and S.W.O.R.D. is a secret, that he's secretly protecting the Earth. The thing that I talked about with Fantastic Four, like they're off in space. Right. Ten people on Earth know they exist. And when they come back, like, we stopped we stopped Thanos. <laughs> we stopped so many more people than that. They got this dude. He's got a big purple helmet. He's going to come and kill you all. Nope, stopped him. I had that built this little thing. And I just went, and just done. <laughs> Right there. Wait, do you see the silver surfer jacked like crazy? Um, it's a cool surfboard. Yeah, he's got an awesome surfboard. 
Have you met Have you met Johnny Storm? Damn, you look like Cap. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> um, Twinsies. I'm not saying it, it can happen. It's not what I think it will be. I'm, Sharon seems to be the right type of character to turn that way because we probably won't see her in anything other than whatever this begets. Right. Whether it's the the Agent Carter and Winter Soldier or it's Captain America and Winter Soldier. I don't think we get Cap because I think I think that we well, move- saw the title change at the end, right? Huh? You didn't see it? Yes. At the end of the credits? At, so when the cre- when the credits rolling, you know how when the when it first comes up on uh, the it, it comes starts up across, typing out it starts the Falcon. typing out it says Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. It starts to type out ca- uh, Falcon and then it goes back and says yeah. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Oh, uh, that, that we didn't watch it there. all the way I don't uh I think the the rumored slash Hollywood reporters it's true is Sam gets his own film. I can see Sam getting his own film, but I can definitely see that there'd be a a part two to this. Oh, there's a part two to this, but it's Bucky's part two. It's not It's not Sam's. Sam's story will continue in a movie. Mm-hmm. Bucky's story will continue in a series because there's so much you can do with him right. as basically a free agent who's trying to still atone for what he's doing without like killing a whole bunch of people. Sure. Because he tries not to. Um, but I can see him be, you know, you've got so many stories. Like I said, with the same thing with Hawkeye is it's just, it's easy enough to put this character into a story. Yeah, you know the Cap story to me, Sam being Cap is bigger than another series, and it's also his name is going to be on a marquee, not on a series. If you're going to pick between the two, if you're going to have Captain America, yeah, not I, well, on I TV, can see but... both, especially with the loss of Chadwick. Now, I don't think it puts into it. I think it's just now I can see you can really. I mean, like they said, when Sam's standing there and he says. You know, I, there's millions of people I know that are hating me right now. It's the same thing as that's as, a re- yeah. that, I mean what that story, what he was saying in that speech is real life. Yeah, it's Killmonger standing it. in front of this, like there's millions of people who look like us, right? Who have been oppressed, who have been mm-hmm. hated, who have been killed, who have been murdered, and we have some we have the power to do something about it. That's there, but you put that again, in a film in a movie theater. You can put that in a movie theater. No, I'm saying, but when you if you put that in a movie theater, it becomes even more powerful. That's why I think it's in a movie theater. Yes, no, I agree. Cap's, that Cap's going to be in a movie. That's I have a feeling it's going to be we're, both. We're not. I don't think it's going to be both. I mean, Anthony Mackie is going to do a film of Cap. We get a second season of the Winter Soldier, whatever the Winter Soldier becomes, whatever. I, I'm cool with know, getting more Winter Soldier. Hell, you can put Winter Soldier in Armor Wars. I mean, if you really wanted to, yeah, Rhodey knows who he is. Mm-hmm. If you really want to, you could put him in there. Look, they started, I think. I don't think they've already started filming. I don't remember now. But that's the thing of, of the series seems like you can take those pieces and kind of throw them around, which is what the movie started to do. Right. We go see Winter Soldier and just realize, like, wait a minute. This is Natasha's totally in this. Like, she is a major part of this film. As Sam she was has a big two. part of it. Sam's a huge. We introduce there and he becomes you get this trio throughout the whole film. Nick has a huge part in it. Maria finally has a huge part in something. She actually gets to do something for once rather than just stand Cap around. does kill quite a few people in that. I don't think he does. He kills at least two people on the boat because he, he knocks them off into the water. That two. doesn't mean you're dead. doesn't mean you're dead. That's true, but you are talking that... You're, he's not... Look, I don't have to... I, I can't kill you, but I don't have to save you. Batman goes away. <laughs> look, if you, if you get, he is not direct from... We're watching... If it, you're the flying last, off the of the ship like I that... Watched it, he is not directly responsible for anybody's death. Yes, he is. Who? 
when at the at the overpass when he's sitting there with his shield and he's directing it right at people the, the bullets back at the people they're dying are they yes where are they shot you see a few people die do you see them die or do you see or them just get fall shot backwards well <laughs> bullet, sorry you can survive a bullet wound hell natasha does it for almost two hours Come on. I mean, seriously, he does not directly. The last time I remember seeing him directly kill someone is when he grabs that guy off the helicarrier or whatever. He knocks the guy off the helicarrier into the middle of the air when Tony's trying to fix the engine. And there's the agent, the Hydra agent that shoots. No, there's a couple people on the helicarrier he knocks off, too. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He doesn't knock anybody off the carrier. I think he knocks one off. No, he doesn't. He keeps kicking him into stuff. Like, look, if you kick somebody and he goes 10 feet and he slams into a pallet of a thing, that guy's back is broken. Sure. And look, they all die when they all start shooting each other. Cap does not directly kill anybody. I think he, he, think he throws. Or not throws, you can explain away every single time someone gets hit. You don't see him directly kill anybody. Because I, I was watching that. I was like, I know. Because I knew we've had this conversation before. He doesn't directly kill anybody. It's just like Vader. After episode one, he never <laughs> kills a rebel. Not a single one. He shoots down a lot of pilots. He chokes, of- in, he chokes Campton until he's dead. You don't see any more in the OT. He kills more people in Rogue One than he does anywhere in any film. Yeah. Well, we don't know how he many pilots he actually killed at the Death Star. We figure he kills at least two because he kills Biggs, and he I think Biggs. he's the one that kills Porkins. No, I think he kills Gold Leader. He kills, he? he kills Gold Leader. So there's at least two. It might be three. He might kill Porkins as well. We directly see him shoot down at least two, if not Gold three, Leader and and Biggs. Yes, he does. He does kill Biggs. Wedgie's like, yeah, you can go. <laughs> I can't do anything more back here, boss. We need you in another film, buddy. <laughs> You're no good to be back there. Just go. Luke, Luke, I can't make it. Yeah, just stay there, Biggs. Where, hey. That guy's a really good pilot. <laughs> Where the hell does this Y-Wing come from? Uh, we had a bomber? Yeah, we didn't know it? That guy's just like, hey, sorry, guys. He's flying towards. Oh, I don't mind. Wait, you said the southern up. hemisphere? Oh man! No, he's he's late. It's like they they put him in, and he takes off. He's like, I'm gonna go join the guys. <laughs> what? It's over. <laughs> or the best part? Han's already in space. Are they all dead yet, Chewie? All but Luke. Let's go get him. <laughs> gotta save that guy. Um, anything you disliked about Falcon the Winter Soldier? That we don't get to see him just just plow through Sam's sister. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't get resolved. It is fun to see the Winter Soldier having a good time. It's really weird. And, of course, it's really great to see Daniel Bruce Prime Nemo dancing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing. is, I guess we assume Sharon blew up the other... I don't know. who I didn't even think Zemo... I thought those guys would actually get away and go off somewhere. I wasn't even thinking of them getting it's, blown uh, up. It's Zemo because yeah, that's, that's his pilot. Was it, it Zemo? It's his, yeah. it's that was his, uh, his driver. Bro, or his driver, bro, bro, whatever. No, yeah. it was his, uh, yeah. his servant, whatever right. it is. That's, when I first saw it, I was like, are we supposed to know that guy? And yeah, I, I looked back at it, and I'm like, oh, that's got to be the guy from the airplane. Yeah, so I couldn't think. I was like, because again, Ellie pointed out. Zemo said he wants to kill all everyone who's a super soldier. Right. Said, well, what about Bucky? And he doesn't say anything. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm going to kill Bucky at some point, too. And again, Zemo can be, you know, it could be Zemo and the Winter Soldier. Right. Mm-hmm. For a second season or whatever. Z- Zemo's story is not over. No. You would hope because we <laughs> he's wearing the mask, guys. Yeah, uh, 10 sec. What? No. Why did he take it off? <laughs> <laughs> he put it on the fight. That's what you wanted to think he might take it off. The other crazy thing in the finale is that radio still exists. Yeah, I know. That little <laughs> transistor. <laughs> what? 
Zemo in his in his cell has that little transistor oh, radio. It, it looks it, like it's from nineteen eighties. It's just like it's, it, you know the future and all this other yeah. stuff. I was just like, oh yeah, radio broadcast still exists in the Marvel universe. <laughs> uh, anything else? No, I think we're done. Any surprises that you were hoping would be in there that weren't? Mephisto. Still disappointed. No, it's a, no the loan officer is totally Mephisto. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the racist. I missed that part. Yeah. I guess you know when he turned into Mephisto. Oh, it's you can see. Oh, it you like don't. A, it's just in, in his the, eyes. No, top. in the back in the mirror, you can see it's like this little tinger red. The horns oh, come yeah, up yeah, in the mirror. Like I see. I see. Um, have they erased uh, Jean's guy too yet? Just doing <laughs> something in the background. Is he off the thing? Who was it? Somebody posted something about that. I was like, God, they're just going to delete that again now. Yes. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? So. If you you know when. You know the movies when the older movies when the boom mic comes in mm. anything. Now that you can erase those, why mm. wouldn't you? Right. Wait for the cut to Star Wars where they just erase Greedo completely. <laughs> Han just shoots an empty wall. <laughs> the stormtrooper does out for a while. He's just talking to himself. Yeah. Han's, <laughs> Han's crazy. Greedo's a ghost. Stormtrooper no longer hits his head when he walks through the door. Yeah. Just phases through. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just digitally move the door up a little. Yeah. Um. Excited for Loki. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. I know. Yes, I, you know, going Again, back and re- I don't have Dark World on the bottom of my list, and I defy anyone who has it on the bottom to say that that should be the bottom film because Tom Hiddleston's playing Loki in it. Going back again, that you mentioned, it, going back and watching it, I just watched Dark World two days ago. I think and three days Dark World two, <laughs> and I'm like. This really isn't as bad as I really... No, uh, it, it doesn't live up to the other ones. But that's the the thing that I've said. 23 films, 28... Whatever the hell it is. 23 films. Mm. You can watch all 23 films. Yeah. Again, as I've said, the stuff in the middle, everything passed about like 13 or 15. If you told me you could never see Ant-Man 2 again, it's not the end of my life. Right. But if you said, hey, let's watch Ant-Man 2 tonight, sure. Yeah. I can watch all 23 films. All of them are enjoyable. Yeah. Iron Man 2 is not fantastic. Iron Man 3 is not fantastic. The final 10 minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy blow. <laughs> Thor Dark World 2, Dark World Thor 2, whatever. It's Dark World. The darkness Dark of World. worldness. The Thor of the Dark World. I've got more than enough Tom Hiddleston, and i got more than enough Darcy to be okay with that film. Yeah. And again, I have Thor. His hair is terrible. <laughs> like, just stop making it so stringy. He looks so much better with a cut. Um... The, the best stuff is the best stuff. I'm not a huge fan of Far From Home. Right. You know, but I'll, I'll watch Homecoming all the time. So, and I can't now. It'll be on Disney Plus soon. Uh, so, that's the the thing for me is, is that's never going to be achieved again. And now we've got two series. We've enjoyed two series for totally different reasons. But people are like, WandaVision's better than, like, stop. They're not, it's not even the same universe. I'm glad they're, so, they're completely different. Yeah. If you give me, if, if you tell me, look at The Mandalorian. I like the first season of Mandalorian more than the second because I can compare them because it's about the man. Well, the it's second the one's not thing. about, the, yeah, well, the second one's not about the Mandalorian. It's about <laughs> everybody else. But yeah, it's the same thing. If we get like, if you were to say uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Armor Wars, which one's better? I can see you comparing that. WandaVision is so different. If you want a vision in Loki from what we think Loki's going to be. Sure. It's a little yeah. out there. It's kind of crazy. You may have some questions, but oh, all Wilson's three of them seem really completely different. It's the genre that you see. WandaVision is very sci-fi. Yes. Loki will be very sci-fi. This is an action adventure. Because remember, this was supposed to be first. Right. Because it's much easier to digest than Wanda is. Yes. We didn't even start talking about this thing until like episode four. 
or whatever in terms of really talking about, okay, what's going to happen or whatever. We're Wanda. We went like we saw the first two. And we saw the third one, and then we're like, wait, what the hell is going and on? And then everybody was speculating. And then we're like, my face doll! My face doll's in it! It's my face doll. <laughs> this is going to happen. This person's going to show up. This person's going to My face doll's going to do it, and it's going to be my face doll, and then this is going to happen. Reed Richards is coming. One, you didn't really have a lot of speculation with this one. So, no. Really. I mean, oh. it really, that's the thing. Is it's very straightforward. Yeah. I mean, the, the speculation that we had here was who ends up with the shield. Someone's going to end right. up with the actual shield. And now, more who, than likely, and now who's it going to be? Is it going to be Bucky? But yeah. to get, but to get little things sure. like, like Julia Louise, to get little things like you know Isaiah, mm. those little pieces of it, you know, were interesting enough where and unexpected, you know, because you knew Zemo was going to be in it. You I think knew, we knew Isaiah was going to be in it too. I knew no. Isaiah was in it. I knew I, Isaiah was in it. I didn't know. I didn't. Know. I didn't know he was going to be in it. I knew Isaiah was going to be. You know, you knew John Walker was going to be it, so you knew at some yeah, point you know we're USA you're going to get USA. The little pieces are the things that we've been talking about in terms of the story there of what the hell's happened since the blip. Who knows what? Is right. Steve still wondering? Is Steve still actually alive? Did Steve dies. That's the biggest question them? coming out of this. Is Steve on the moon? Because the senator says, "Oh, I thought Captain America was on the moon." Is there something there? Is he on the wall? Is he the watcher? Is yeah. he mm-hmm. what? What did Bucky become? He was the, the he was the watcher on the wall. Was he the watcher? Yeah, he wasn't the actual watcher, was he? No, no, he had to be because the end of original sin because Utah's dead. Yes, yeah. So yes, he, right. yeah, he was the watcher on the wall. So is Steve the watcher? Is mm. is something? What are we get? The fact that we know Chris Evans is signed to do something. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought it was. That's why I thought he was going to show up in this. Uh, I'm like, right. well, he's signed to. You know, they decided to leak the contract because it was going to get leaked anyway. Right. As like some big deal. It's like, yeah, I'm coming back to do something at some point. Not to to kind of disguise the fact that he would be in the end yeah. of this, which of course he isn't. So there you go. See, I can't now Captain America four. I I can't imagine them giving Sam the mantle for one movie and then at the end of that movie bringing back Cap or something. No, no, like no. That. See, Steve's no. never going to be Cap again. Yeah, I think you'll see old man Steve at some point. Whether it's just like they did with Peggy and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Of having Captain America 4 be the actual death of Steve Rogers. You know, you've, you killed Tony in Endgame. You're not going to kill Tony and Cap in Endgame. That's too right. much. So, you, you, Tony's gone. The and world have, thinks like, Cap's a nice gone. But again, the, two of them. The, the Cap thing doesn't make any sense with Homecoming. If if they're telling the world that Steve passed away, yep. or that Steve was killed in that action. There's no memorial for him. There's nothing, you know, right. like this. The world is not going to be like, oh my god, Elon Musk is amazing, but you know, like Nelson Mandela died, and we just didn't do anything. I totally forgot Elon Musk was in uh, Iron Man too. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk is going to host Saturday Night Live next week. Oh, oh god! Do you know who's going to suck on a Saturday Night Live next week? Oh my! Because he was, he wasn't. I mean, even in the half a second that's when that he's people in we Iron liked Man too. That's when we were like, oh, yeah, yeah. he was yeah. the real Tony Stark, and he's going to build this yeah. stuff. It's going to be great. And he wasn't crazy. Now, he wasn't yeah. spouting crazy crap. And now we're like, he was the one that wanted the kids in Thailand to die or whatever, yeah. and he just built a tunnel under L.A. without telling anybody. And you're like, you know, I saw somebody else do that, Lex Luthor. Like, what the hell are you doing, buddy? <laughs> he's um, the true villain. Yeah, he's, he's, he's all the of a super sudden. Villain. And, but people are still buying Teslas. Oh, mm-hmm. it was the most Tesla thing I saw was... A Tesla and its its license plate was TTL GC, uh, GCD or GKD, totally jacked. Like Ugh. that is a CrossFit bro who has way too much money. <laughs> wow. I just want I want to burn that car down. I just want to just set it on fire. 
I saw one that said something like first Tesla. He's burned that car down too. Or all the ones that say Look, the most, the most, no gas or yeah. gas free or the most realistic thing from the Suicide Squad whatever. trailer is I Harley see Quinn one. wanting to kill him, kill him for having for having uh, vanity plates. If you got vanity oh, yeah. plates, we kill you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's exactly right. There. I want to see one the Tesla that says Edison has its license plate. That kind of yeah, that kind of uh, see that that's that's that would sort be of, funny. Those though. are cool. Yeah, yeah. But the, the the ones that it's just so obvious, bro. But, you're, but something yeah. fun, yeah. You know, if you have a Star Wars character, sure. Yeah. If you have, you know, I got the first Tesla first. Shut up, Elon forever. Elon, yeah, or, <laughs> you know the ones that are just Musk like one, <laughs> like Grandma loves me and something like. Shut up. <laughs> oh, Grandma loves me. <laughs> Shut up. What's well, this stupid? This is oh. we got the the hair salon next to us. Just old Betty's. My and there's yeah. one that always takes my spot. And the the license at the plate hair salon? holder. No, the spot that I park at. <laughs> Every Friday, this chick takes my spot. No matter how early I get there, she's there. And she's got this damn Oldsmobile, and the license plate holder is Braden loves his grandma. I want to punch Braden in the face. Like, I don't care you love your grandma. Your grandma keeps stealing my damn spot. I want to hurt you. So it's just like, I'm not really as angry in real life. It's just like, you know. Yeah, you are. <laughs> not even close. Let the air out. Slice your tires. Put a banana in there. I've got a pretty big knife for it, too. I can slice every tire in there. I think the the better thing is to put White Lives Matter on the side of Streets' <laughs> car. <laughs> One side was going to be hashtag White Lives Matter, and the other side was going to be fuck the police. And I wanted to see who killed him first. He just doesn't seem up for that social experiment, though. It's, like, very disappointing. Because, like, look, we just do it, and then it'll be great, and we'll see what happens. And every time I say it to someone, I was like, yeah, we should do it. He's like, I'm not going to do that. I, we had spray paint there from when I was spray painting the, yeah. the, the boxes. All right. So I was just back there one day. I was like, no. And I'm like, no, we're going to go do it right now. <laughs> so anything else about Falcon and Winter Soldier? He doesn't have a Tesla. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure there's one in the background. No, because they have a deal with Audi. I was going to say, don't has. they have a deal with Audi or something like that? We're in all the Marvel has a deal with Audi. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. I mean, all the Shield vehicles were Audis, weren't they? Wasn't it? Because I remember at one of the Comic Cons they had the Shield car. I think Stark's car. I think in the beginning because um, Fury's car in Civil War is GMC. It's a Chevy. Well, the the one he's in in when he gets shot. No, that's that's uh, Winter Soldier. Soldier. He gets attacked in Winter Soldier. Oh, that's a GMC. Yeah, so that. I'm sure they deals with more of them. Than I think the beginning deals were with. Well, Audi, I'm sure it's Audi's going. Well, no, look, we don't need a car that blows up. It's it's the same thing. Toyota wouldn't allow, even though the Toyota Land Rover is in the novel for Jurassic Park. When Universal and Steven Spielberg went to Toyota and said we want to use it for the the car, and they said sure, it just can't get destroyed. And they showed him the book. Like, I mean, come on. It's in a dinosaur park. Exactly, it's a dinosaur <laughs> right. park. It gets it, in the book. It gets thrown into a tree by a T Rex, which is impossible. Uh, strong as a T-Rex is, there's no way I can lift up a three-ton car and throw it into a tree. But that was, they were like, no, you can't do that. The contract was, you cannot show the car getting destroyed. We don't want anybody to think that the car can get destroyed that easily. And the flip side was, they're dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> so they went to Ford, and Ford's like, yeah, whatever you want to do. Like, just, well, just Jeep. do it. Um, no, the, the Ford Explorer is the truck. Yeah. Yes, or is the, are, is the, they had to be that specifically for the tour. Scene. Oh, yes. They the sold tours, it to yes, Ford. Yes. They wanted to use what was in the book, gotcha. which is the Toyota. The Jeeps were like the service vehicles. The Jeep and the, the service vehicles yes. are in the book. They went to Jeep and said, we want to do it. And they said, yes. 
So boom, the Jeep showed up, the Ford Explorer shows up, the yeah. Ford Explorer gets destroyed like crazy, but Ford was still like, yeah, we're just going to, we're going to paint. sales went through the yeah, roof. We're going to paint one. And well, that's the thing. It's just like Jeep. You can, now you cannot find, it's very difficult to find the Jeep Sahara in the sand because so many people converted it into the Jurassic Park Jeep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't made very long either. There's two different types of Jeeps that are in it too. Cause the Jeep that, um, what's his face has the, vet? the, the, the Jeep that Muldoon has. Uh, yeah, it's it's the same Jeep. As, it's the maintenance Jeep that um, Gennaro, not Gennaro. Yeah, but all of Tony Stark's cars are yeah. Audi. Yeah. They, then he started using the e-tron. Yeah. E-tron? What the hell is e-tron? It's the it's one the that drives by itself. Yeah. The electronic one. Yeah. This is how we get It's the concept car that uh, yeah. I don't think is out yet. All right, so on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Make it sure not be out yet. The last time we saw it was like <laughs> 10 years ago. The one from the one Endgame. From the Endgame? Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we will talk to you next time. <sighs> <sighs>